What's uh, what's going on, Miles? Yeah, Brian. Happy Friday. Ooh. Another week. Another another something. I don't know. Like another filling the blank. You know, circle in the drain. Exactly. That's it. That's mm. it. All the happy stuff. I'm glad we're getting into the festive spirit early. Yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna be a morbid episode. I hope everyone's prepared. <laughs> Dude, oh, um, no. on a completely off to- not related topic, uh, I was watching a documentary on kids in the hall today. Do, do you guys have kids in the hall over there? Like, was that like a worldwide kids phenomenon? in the hall? Yeah, as oh, in like a hallway. In in the way you just said, kids in the hall. I just realized I was like, you don't have kids in the hall. Oh today. no, in the hall. Yeah, it, kids in the hall. I don't know. Don't know. Nope. All right. Right. No, it's still, what is it? It was just a comedy sketch show, um, you know, okay. very uh, similar to like SNL or whatever. I preferred the state. I'm guessing you didn't have that either, which was M- uh, MTV. Uh, nope. Yeah, we had MTV. Yeah. Okay. I just realized I'm having a conversation with myself and probably one person in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not waste any more time. Let's start the show. All right. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Eyes Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live, 6 p.m. Eastern. No idea what time that is in other regions because of fucking daylight saving times. Right here on YouTube, we do it live for your viewing pleasure. But guess what? We also care about your oral pleasure, like a good friend would. That's a creepy stare at the camera. Um, for, all, for all the audio listeners, I'm being creepy today. Uh, Uploads podcast services of your choice by our good friend Rypop. And of course, timestamps go into the show after the fact. Thanks to Sci-Fi, GameCat, Henry. My name is Brian Pop from this channel right here, PSVR Without Pearl. And the gentleman over here to my left, your right, is Miles Dyer from YouTube.com slash How Original Miles. Howdy, Brian. Howdy, GameCats. Happy Friday. Man, I'm looking forward to this show. We've got lots to talk about, lots of good stuff. And uh, we had two pretty decent new PSVR 2 games this week. They were not ones that we were highly anticipating, but I had a good time with both. It seems you had a good time with both as well. Um, wait, I know one, because we're going to talk about it on the show today. Oh, was the other, fire. Oh, the other one was spiders. <laughs> right. And you and me, brother, we're both uh, arachnophobes, so um, <laughs> I think that's why we both had a somewhat of a, a decent time with it. And why West fell asleep in the headset. <laughs> it it really is. If you if you don't care for spiders, like they they don't bother you. It's it kind of takes the point out of even going into that experience. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to have a yeah. review out for Kill It with. Uh, I keep wanting to call it Kill It with Spiders, which would be a completely different game. Could you imagine if there were people and you're just walking around with a spider gun and you're like, doom, 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 and yeah. it's just like it like fucking critters flying at the people you're shooting at i if that was a multiplayer game i would be terrified because i wouldn't if i get shot at with spiders <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. I've, I've not i've i've not got to the end yet so maybe there's an unlockable parallel universe at the end yeah. where you've actually got to put out fires by firing spiders at them so like who knows i mean knows? with enough spiders i'm assuming you, yeah. you, you reduce the oxygen level to a point that's it where the fire can no longer survive it reminds me of that 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 famous Greek uh, problem, which was what would win in a battle, a trillion lions 
all the sun. This like S U N the thing in the sky. Yeah, a trillion, a trillion lions. That's not really a thing, is it? Well, I mean, I, I, it just it's just uh, like sort of a um a thought experiment. What would okay. win? The, I mean, because I'm always sun. like they're not going one. Because the sun yeah, would burn the sun. up the the tigers or the lions or whatever the fuck it is. But a trillion, with, man. A trillion. I don't think it's quantity that matters here. It could be one or an infinite number when the sun and they're is... Not going, they're not going one at a time. They're probably like... They all like hold oh. hold arms. They lock in. And, oh, in a I understand ball. the dilemma. <laughs> That's not the problem. The sun is so hot... I agree. I do think the sun would absolutely destroy a trillion lines. But is this is this is there anybody in the chat that can help out here? Is this an even I think kind of question? I don't think it is. I think it's like anything against the sun, <laughs> other than like another planet. I mean, like another planet that yeah, or, you're right. You know, or a star that emits that much heat. Um, <laughs> this is. I did not think I was going to be starting. Uh, I, I just. I just woke up like an hour ago, and my brain is. It's not a pretty interesting yet. thought, though. I find it's good. It's a good, nice thing to think about. I find. I don't know. I can smell. Just it's how, like how would you? How would you even launch that? Like, how would you even make that happen? I can. All I can. All I can smell is burning flesh. It'd make a great VR game, though. Wouldn't everything? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Professor Lilith with a $5 tip says, Hi, Game Cats. Hi, Lilith. Uh, this Sunday's multiplayer will be Crossfire CR Squad. 2 p.m. Eastern. Pow, pow, boom. I like the onomatopoeia. Uh, really delivered an extra, extra special kazam uh, to the tip. Appreciate it. Uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, guys. Make sure you go join us over on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, our Discord is where everybody hangs out and shoots the shit. Uh, and you can get together and plays multiplayer games. Every Sunday, Professor Lilith organizes a specific multiplayer game, and we all jump in and play. I shouldn't say we all. I haven't been there in a little bit, but it is fun when I do it. Uh, also, tons of other great reasons to join Discord, viewer takeover, all sorts of stuff. Great people to play with. Um, while you're clicking links in the description, though, make sure you click on Miles Dyer's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Miles, and go check out everything he's been doing over there. Miles, for the uninitiated, what have you been doing over there? So every Saturday, uh, I do PSVR 2 Let's Plays, and I'm still playing catch-up because I am on a mission to Let's Play every single PSVR 2 game out there. I think I've done 107 games, Whoa. and if I keep going three every Saturday on catch-up, uh, I'll get there before the end of the year, and then during the week I will do let's plays of new games when they come out. So on Tuesday I did Kill It with Fire VR, uh, and then on Thursday I did Barbaria. Um, I tend to go into them blind, like first time experiences. Yeah. I mean, Kill It with Fire VR. I think that is how you have to experience it. <laughs> but but Barbaria, after speaking to Brian for a little bit, because um, uh, the, the uh, Stuart um, devs uh, of Stuart Games. Uh, were very kind to give us keys, obviously, review copies. And um, I went in before launch day and I just got addicted to the point that my right arm was absolutely aching from just throwing so much stuff in that game. Yeah. And you're like, I'm aching, I need to rest it. But also I need to check if anyone's raided my, my realm. And then, <laughs> and then when they raid it, you've then got to fight back. It's just such an addictive game. So uh, I do that. And then on Wednesday, I do a talk show, Miles Die Live, which is just kicking back with random topics. And we had a... Top of the toppings discussion about pizza. What is the top topping? And so we had 32 toppings and we did like um, polls and we had brackets and everything. 
got whittled down to a, a grand final, which was between garlic. <laughs> garlic was a popular topping. And pepperoni. Uh, and pepperoni uh, was victorious. Um, Over pepperoni. Garlic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, pepperoni, it was made for pizza, wasn't it? Or pizza was made for pepperoni. I don't know. But I kind of feel like pepperoni and pizza, man, it's synonymous. It's, it's, I can't even say it. It's synonymous. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I hate being the, the Johnny come lately who tries to chime in after the fact, wasn't part of the conversation, wasn't right. there. You know, it happens, it happens with us too. We try to create a top 25 list and then people come by later and say, why did this get number seven? And it's like, well, go watch right. the five hour discussion, right? <laughs> you can't, like, you don't get to chime in later and say, well, I don't think, no, it's like either be there or shut up. It's sort of like when you vote for, uh, for like the president or something, or when you vote for the queen. That's like, you right. can't complain when the queen gets elected because you voted for her or you didn't vote for her or you didn't vote. Wait a minute. We didn't vote. We I don't think vote you voted the for the queen. I could be wrong about nope. this. Nope. They, they just, uh, oh, you popped out on me. You're next on the throne. That's how it works. Yeah. <sighs> you should start yep. your own kingdom. And then I mean, they just... don't say it like that. Can, can you just start your, is that how it works? You can just start your own kingdom and you'd be like, my my son will be the next king, and then like the the the, the dire region. Mm. You know? It reminds me of that Family Guy episode from like one of the original seasons. Is it Pete Petopia? Is where he makes his own country. <laughs> he secedes from America, and then like his house gets surrounded by the National Guard, and like yeah, you've invaded the states or something. I think so. Classic Family Guy, man. Nice. Um, but no, it was it was a fun discussion because it was just like individual toppings. Right. Some of the things didn't even get past the first round, like pineapple, which is sacrilege. Um, garlic is great. I mm. love garlic on pizza. I would never couldn't. I would never say, "Hey, I want to get a pizza with garlic on it." And they're like, "What else?" No, that's it. And that's sort of right. how I was viewing it. So I was surprised sure. that some of the things like made it to, so close to the end where garlic goes right. good with other things, but does it just right. go good on cheese? It would be fine. But yeah, I, th I think I need some protein on there as well. That's it. That's it. Well, it was kind of like if you got offered one of these two toppings, what would you have? And garlic was just doing very, very well. But in the end, in as a part of celebrating the results, I actually took the four toppings that made it into the semi-final, which was garlic, pepperoni, bacon, and mushrooms. Mushrooms was 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 close to winning, uh, and I I ordered a pizza, and it was really good, really good. Although I was like, I can think of other toppings I'd rather have. <laughs> sure. Uh, the Beersties Game Cat Cavern. What's up, Hugo? With the Canadian 279 says, Hi, Brian. Glad to see you. Good to see you too, bud. Hope you're doing well. Uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. We got, oop, you know, sometimes I'm scrolling and it just wants to keep scrolling. Um, the Game Cat, formerly known as Andrew Ehrenreich. Uh, it doesn't even say, show his name on, his, on the screen, but guess what? Andrew and I are good buds. He's been, go he's been going through. And don't think I don't notice when people do this. He's been going through and watching every old episode of Gamescast Live <laughs> because he was uh, relatively new to the channel. And um, and so he had a lot of PSVR 2 Gamescast Lives to get caught up on. And he's going through and he's, t he's commenting on every single one. And, uh, and, and I love it because usually he comments and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, but it's awesome because it usually triggers a memory or something. So uh, what's up, Eric? Uh, what's up, Andrew? He says, with a $5 tip, says, I'm finally in the Cool Cats Club. Woo! Also, Brian, thanks for selling me on Cosmo Dread. Completed a run for the first time yesterday. Yesterday, Wow. Uh, so gratifying. Great game. Great game. Also, congratulations on joining the Game Cat 
alumnus. I don't know if it's alumnus. Welcome. It doesn't make sense. We need a graduation ceremony. Never be an alumnus. You just with a little scroll. You get a little scroll with your little uh, little stamp on it. Some little. Uh, right. Yeah, there you go. Amazing. Yeah. At, the, at this point, you've just joined the cult. We'll, we'll see what <laughs> happens with that. Um, spammer, llama, piranha. Guess what? None of those things rhyme. But sorry. Uh, wait, you say those three words, Miles. What three words? Sorry, was it? Uh, it, it I don't. Even, I don't want to say that loud again. It's. It's okay. That's all right. Oh, sorry. Was Was this the last seat? No. Where was it? Uh, it's. Was it, it, it's, not, it's, I can't. it's tip with five quiz as I'm crushing your head. I can't say it anymore. Okay. Um, sorry. Sp spammer, llama, piranha with the five quid, uh, which is Danorama, pajama, game cat, llama. Again, just picking oh, all sorts it. of words that don't rhyme. I'm crushing your head. Uh -huh. I'm pinching your face. This is this is a kids in like... the hall reference. Like, you could, uh, you know, you could, I'm crushing your head. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, thank you. So, do, do those do those words rhyme over there? Spammer, llama, and piranha. Spammer, llama, piranha. Spammer, llama. I, I mean, so. not really. I don't think so. I could spend the whole show on that. Although Get one of my favorite videos on YouTube is yeah. when Eminem was interviewed about like rhyming and like nothing rhymes with orange, and he's like, "Yeah, it does. Door hinge." lozenge and like he he talks about how he breaks down words just search it on youtube really interesting it's why eminem is 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 so incredible what he does although i don't I haven't listened to him for a long time so i don't know if he's uh still putting out good stuff yeah no idea just venom venom <laughs> anyone who doesn't know that song is just gonna think i've lost it <laughs> we, we definitely think you've lost it regardless gang dump which Brings to mind all sorts of things. So the $5 tip says, I just wanted to say thank you for not making thumbnails with you having a goofy, uh, a goofy, stupid expression on your face like all other YouTubers. I think, Miles, he's talking about you. <laughs> I did do it on a recent video, like one, but it was, yeah. it was a good thing. But I don't, I don't, I don't do, I don't do it a lot on, on a lot of others. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of YouTubers that everyone is just like, like Let's Plays and stuff where it's just them. And, you know, it, they do it because it works, but I just find it, I, I don't know, I, it, it's not for me. It's not for me. For sure. Uh, and honestly, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I really, like, the, the only reason I call myself a YouTuber is because it's the platform that we air our stuff on. Um, I don't, I, I don't, I feel like there's something I'm missing to be a YouTuber. There's a whole personality trait or something. Um you know, this is, I just like to review games and talk about games. And I guess this is where we do it. So I guess I'm a YouTuber, but I just, I feel like I don't fit into the cool kids club. Magnum gaming with the $5 tip says, I know there was an update, but will there be another graphics update on green hell? I'm waiting to finish it. This is an interesting, uh, interesting tip or interesting question because, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to check it out today, miles, but, um, the seventh guest had an update, a graphical update. I did you have a chance to check that out? I did. I jumped in, and it was one of those things where I'm like, I think it's better because <laughs> it'd been a while since I'd last been on it. I, I, I mean, I do definitely think there's been a huge improvement because I remember my recollection of playing it at launch was I was constantly asking myself, is it a bit blurry or is it kind of the mist effect that they're going in in these rooms? Um, but I definitely think there's a lot more clarity there. Um, what were your thoughts on it? Did you do you get to jump in? I, I mean, I had pretty much the same experience, Miles. It was, um, 
I, I, I've been hanging out in voice chat. I've been like scripting PSVR this week and like getting some work done doing Barbaria review yesterday. I heard multiple, multiple people uh, talk about how much clearer it is now. And then these are people who are still mid game downloaded the update and then got back into the game and said, Oh, it's so much clearer, right? Like yeah. basically there was no, no pause in between. Come on, let's jam. Yes. So for me, it was weeks. I had, it wasn't even installed on my hard drive anymore. Like I had to re-download the thing because once I was done with the review, what, like two, three weeks ago, however long ago it was, just put it out of my head. And so I didn't do a back-to-back -back comparison, but I, I do believe it's sharper. It, um, look, it looks great. I mean, the game did look pretty good anyway, but I was just like, there's such a great art style. I wish I could see it better. Like there's a lot more clarity now. Yeah. So, um, in other words, the fact that that game and also Peaky Blinders, did Peaky Blinders also get a graphical update, which is oh it did oh yeah it's not it's not blurry anymore. Whoa! I can't need to jump back in. Yeah, it's, uh, and, but if you if if you've never noticed reprojection before, I guarantee you will now, uh, because uh, it is it is really one of the worst cases of reprojection I've ever seen, um, and, I, and I don't know what the, why that is. I don't know if. By upping the resolution, they had to knock down the frame rate and then like suddenly go from something to like, you know, drop it down to 60 reprojected. But uh, but regardless, these, both, both of these games came out relatively recently and uh, and comparatively. Seventh, uh, Green Hell, let's get back to the tip here for Magnum Gaming. Oh, yeah. Green Hell came out months ago. And so we got that one update that like kind of fixed some issue to make that made it hard to read things on the, the diary pages. But we never got another patch. They said there was going to be multiple patches and, and one to fix the resolution for sure. And we still haven't seen that on PSVR 2. Uh, so it's kind of curious why these more recent games got patched relatively quickly. And then this other game that we've, we've been sitting on for like months still hasn't been patched very curious i mean yeah i mean my thoughts straight away are that when it comes to like peaky blinders and um seventh uh guest they're very still looking environments there's not actually a lot going on there obviously green hell there is a there's a lot with foliage and everything but i also think about the games that did actually take take a while and take their time let's think about switchback switchback true didn't they you know because i because i think what you just mentioned about the reprojection issues on peaky blinders my first thought is and look this is someone speaking who doesn't understand development and, and and the process but my assumption is you can either do a quick fix where you're like okay let's incre increase the resolution and it's going to come at this cost or you take your time and you sort of do a lot more balancing of like the give and take and maybe um you know looking at where you can prioritize to not lose so much when you change it for something else like so my impression from peaky blinders from what you mentioned is they were just like let's just buff up the resolution and we'll just make do with that reprojection stuff um so green hell if they take their time like that was done with switchback it will be worth the wait there are so many games to be playing in them in the meantime but i also acknowledge you know if you've bought green hell you want to play it i feel like you know with Hellsweeper, i just want to jump in it but i want to wait until um it's 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 fully done uh, although when something is fully done it, it is is hard to determine really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm screwed because i'm not going back to these games I'll, I'll probably have to reinstall them to check them out and go oh yeah it's sharper and then like never never that's it like five minutes 
So, um, I saw Looper, the underground uh, game cat, in the chat asking if you can actually read things in Peaky Blinders now. Strangely, I I didn't have too much of an issue reading things in the first place. Um, it was just the whole, the, all of the environments were just like, like just super low res and, and just blurry. It was like just very confusing. Um, and so, but yeah, but everything, all the text is crystal clear now. So if you had any problem reading it before, you shouldn't have any problem reading it now. Um, but yeah, Greenhouse one I'm looking forward to, um, just because I enjoyed the game so much, regardless of the fact that it was a quest port and not the PC port. That didn't matter to me. Um, cause Hey, sometimes it's better when you don't know what you're missing, but, uh, but yeah, a little bit clearer would be great. Uh, I feel like this would find its way into a top 25 list with, uh, with some clearer graphics. Miles. Brian. Um, you were telling me about some award show that happened today. Was it the, is it the Golden Joystick Awards? Yeah, the Golden Joystick Awards, which I think it was their 41st year, we were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been quite big in the UK uh, in terms of gaming. Um, but I do think that in recent years, when you have like the Game Awards, which is much more international, um, also, also the, we have the BAFTA Awards, which is you know, very prestigious in television. They now do their own gaming as well. Um, naturally, there's always going to be like which one represents like the Oscars of gaming. Um, and so I do think it, it does make things a lot more competitive. Um, but uh, Troy Baker was hosting it. They had a lot of um, uh, great um, guests uh, presenting awards, including uh, Rosie and um, Ash from uh, PlayStation Access because they actually had awards for the best PlayStation game and best Xbox game. And there are a couple of other um, categories, uh, one of which I didn't realize until I watched the the stream afterwards, uh, and that was an award for Best Gaming Hardware. And the winner was PlayStation uh, for PSVR 2. Um, so and accepting the award for Sony, Miles Dyer. Oh, I don't know. No, you didn't go up on stage and get that for them? <laughs> I actually, I, right, so I didn't actually this. see that part of the show, so I need to go back and see actually who was uh, who was accepting it. Uh, for PlayStation, but um, they also had the best uh, PlayStation, uh, sorry, the best VR game of the year and the nominations. And when you start going down this list, it's like, yeah, it has been a really good year for VR. And there's always going to be people unhappy with certain games not making it. No. Um, but there were was, there was six nominations, which was C-Smash VRS, Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, Synapse, uh, Vertigo 2, Formula One 23 and the Light Brigade. Um, and the winner uh, was um, Horizon Call. <laughs> it wasn't C Smash, uh, although the full team were there in that. Um, but I, I think they were wined and dined quite nicely. So at least they had that. But of course they wanted to win. Um, but yeah, Horizon Call of the Mountain won. Um, which, you know, um, I, I mean, to be honest, my takeaway is when I look at those nominations and it, I kind of tweeted about it in the lead up, which is. You know, we live in such an amazing time, and I'm really, really glad we have these kind of developers making such a wide, diverse amount, a number of games. You know, whether it's Synapse or it's uh, the Light Brigade or Vertigo Two, which I've, you know, I know very little about. Never played it on other versions, um, and we're we're still in the early early era of VR. Um, so, where we're going to be a year from now uh, is pretty exciting. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to protest, you know, uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain winning. I think Horizon was a fantastic game. Uh, you know, 
it was it was it was great and really showed off the power of uh of you know the ps5 and psvr2 had a good time with that i really enjoyed it and probably maybe more than most i don't know um i i think it's a shame that when flat screen games get a vr version that they maybe they're not included i obviously resident evil village wasn't included gran turismo 7, 7 wasn't included i mean like these are you know these are must have vr games and vr vr versions it's not like you know no work was put into them it wasn't just like exactly. they flipped a switch and that's it yes um, and so um so it's a little disappointing to see that um i'm, I'm baffled by c smash not gonna lie <laughs> c smash is confusing to me i i find it to be a fun game i the fact that it's getting nominated for awards game of the year is just baffling but uh but yeah hopefully uh hopefully vertigo 2 will win next year for psvr 2 <laughs> yeah 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 we don't have a date yet for vertigo 2 do we or do no, we? No, no dates for that we know that madison no. has been pushed into 2024 but they're kind of being a little coyer about whether vertigo will be launching this year or not and understandable they don't want to disappoint people you know they already missed one date they don't want to miss another one sure um i i do i do want to say it's nice seeing psvr 2 get some respect by the by mainstream media by you know the best best hardware of the year i mean i don't really know what else came out this year but stream deck or was that that was probably the year before yeah um yeah i'm like the, the new switch as well i don't know actually let me see if i can so, find so, out what. So, so we're definitely giving it a pat on the back but saying oh maybe it's because there was no competition um, yeah it is nice while we're talking I'm, I'm literally going to skim through it and see if i can find what it was up against yeah that's a good idea because i mean i guess and it's any gaming hardware right like so it's consoles it, which never no consoles came out this year i'm assuming any gaming headphones i have, I have no idea but yeah I will interrupt when I found it. I'm literally skimming through it now. Yeah, no, dude, I, I actually was going through their tweets earlier to look at the list for uh, VR games that were nominated, and there's so many tweets to to get through to discover it, so I totally understand. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, you got right. it? Yeah. Okay. So they actually had someone from Sony call in for it. Um, so here we go. The hardware was... It was PlayStation VR 2 to begin with. Then it was Turtle Beach Stealth Pro headset. Then Alienware curved Q... Uh, is it the QD OLED gaming monitor? Okay. Uh, starting then to it's the understand the win now. Yeah, then it's the Nitro deck, which wasn't that what was used with... So you could play on your mobile phone, I think. Then it's the ASUS ROG Strix Scope 296 keyboard. And then the Samsung 1990 Pro, so very specific hardware. Like <laughs> I don't, but but to be fair, that is what hardware is. That is what hardware is. But it's yeah. kind of when I think of like, well, what would have competed against the PlayStation VR two? Um, it would have been you know, the, the Steam Deck or or things like that, like actual consoles. But um, yeah, um, look, I'm not taking it away. It's great to see PSVR two um being acknowledged for it. So oh yeah. Um, <laughs> there'll be people in the chat that know what I was rambling on about. I have no idea. <laughs> Just numbers and letters stuck together. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that PSVR two beat a keyboard. Yeah, oh, God, that would have been a bad press story <laughs> for real. 
that that would have been the headline <laughs> a keyboard oh, headphones. Yeah. oh my god yeah um looper says i think they treat gt7 like a 2022 game and i mean it all makes sense i understand it right? yeah but like it, it, i don't i don't think it's fair that they that they do it that way um but whatever it doesn't matter um you know see smash that's maybe maybe that's why they're trying to get resident evil 4 out this year potentially so they can say oh it was in the same year <laughs> it is like um we got although it. resident evil 4 won best playstation game at the awards Indeed. um yeah, Spider-Man didn't, so clearly the cutoff point was... I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we could ramble on about this. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Brian. <laughs> yeah, what you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Spammer what? Llama Piranha. I'm never going to pronounce it right. With five quid, says, Spammer, Dana, Llama, Rama, Piranha, Pajama. I think he's trying to mm. show me words that rhyme and then failed miserably. <laughs> this is... Mm. Uh, Dana Rama, let me just tell you one thing. Nothing rhymes with orange. All hinge. So let's move along. <laughs> Words of things rhyme with hinge. Include llama, Cut. drama, mama, Bahama, <laughs> Alabama. No, not yeah. Alabama. 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 Pajama. Alabama. Orama. Mama. And Bahama. Drama. Drama. Llama. Drama. There you go. Drama. Llama. And I think. I think. I think drama works for Dan pretty well. So we'll be expecting a name change soon enough. <laughs> Um, I saw Wes in the chat asking about the Galaxy Card update. Hey, Wes. Uh, did you get a chance to jump in and check out the wheel support in the new tracks? Half, oh, yes. I checked out the new tracks, um, but I didn't um, get a chance to set up my wheel and uh, jump back Ooh. in. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> but... But I will be I will be doing a let's play of Galaxy Car uh, either this weekend or the week after, so I might do it on the wheel then. But what did you think of the wheel support? The, the new levels, by the way, were great, and I yeah. like the new layout of choosing. There's different worlds now. Yeah, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. You, you choose your world, and then you just kind of cycle through which map, which uh, which which course you want to do. Um, I like the I like the idea. If this is if this is speeding up the process of them getting out new maps faster, then I really like that idea. Um, if they do. It, I was really concerned though, right? Leading up to this, I was like, are they just going to like fucking reuse assets? Is is the space, the new space track just going to look like the old space track, but like with a different, you know, track layout? It's just going to use the same assets? No, and not at all. Yeah, it the, doesn't. The rings. The, the, the rings around Saturn and you go off these giant ri oh. rings. Cool. I was, you froze for a second for me. You froze for a second. Oh, good. It was the, you. It, it was a mutual freeze. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you got these giant ramps and you actually can land on the rings of Saturn that are like, you know, obviously hovering over the track. And so you can get away from all your opponents uh, and try to like use that as a shortcut. And there's shortcuts everywhere on these things. And I, I was really impressed by what they did. Um, I, th I think this footage is from the last, the previous update. Um, and so there, there, there'll be only the, the last new tracks. But, uh, but Elephant Trap and I jumped in yesterday. We both in our racing rigs. And it felt great, man. I got to say, like, I, I, I had to pull everything off of my racing rig uh, in order to use it. I went through quite the process to play this game and it was worth it. Like, there are things that still need to be fixed. Like, there's bugs that need to be fixed. We crashed once um, and, uh, and, you know, fell through tracks, all that kind of stuff. All the same stuff that you've been seeing in Galaxy Kart. Uh, and also, I think they need to give us a height adjustment because my wheel was way above where the uh in-game wheel would be and so that kind of threw me off a little bit 
Uh, and so when I kind of tried to readjust it by positioning myself in different places and then holding down the options button to recalibrate, uh, right. uh, then I, I would see part of my character's body in front of me. And so like, I, I just couldn't quite nail the, the positioning for myself. But when I kind of ignored all of that and, and played it, <laughs> Elephant Traps in the chat, you said it's, it was fun beating you, Brian. It, it was fun getting beat by you. Um, but I, I'm going to go to bat for this. We need a goddamn blue shell in the game because Elephant Trap was so uh, so far right. out. You know that like there, there needs to be either rubber banding of some kind or, yes. or, or as Elephant Trap was saying, there needs to be some very cool power-ups for the people in the back to get caught right. up if you the, don't want to. The wanna, massive like, bullet from yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you're right in front or right at the back, it's very difficult for people to to get back into the game. Yep. Um, and I do think, yeah, in the options, that's probably just an unforeseen circumstance. Now they've added wheel support, which is having some customization on the menu to say this is where the wheel is. And yeah. but um, and, that would be good. But I got to say though, like you know, I've I've always been a big fan of like anytime we go on vacation or whatever. Like we always find like a mini golf or go kart place, and you know, just kind of do some fun stuff as a family. And so I'm used to the way go karts feel like IRL. And I and somehow like the with the resistance uh, on the G29 racing wheel, it felt perfect. Like it really felt wow. like oh, this is kart racing. And so you know, I had one hand on the wheel, and I and then I had the other hand with the sense controller, uh, grabbing weapons and shooting weapons and doing the whole thing. And I got to tell you, man, my left arm got a little tired even after just a few races, and that was not something I was expecting. And so so I had to kind of like balance it all. So like with a controller in my right hand. I would I would use both hands on the wheel, and only when I needed to use a weapon would I pull my hand off and and, and throw weapons and do all that kind of stuff. Um, and I, I got to tell you, it, it just felt good to play. Um, it felt very much it reminded me of being like in an arcade because um, this is the kind of shit that like you know you you would play in an arcade like virtual racing or something like that. Um, and, and I and I loved it. So I'm very happy that Galaxy Card is getting to where it needs to be. Uh, we'll be getting a 90 FPS patch at some point. Uh, we're getting three more, four more tracks or something by the end of the year. It is fucking crazy. So that's amazing to hear. I mean, two things. Um, firstly, Wes was asking in the chat about um, you know the ability to use the steering wheel and use one of the sense controllers mm -hmm. to throw items. Um, I spoke to you beforehand about that. So you were saying doesn't quite work because of the positioning issues. Is that right? Uh, no, you can. Uh, so again, like I, I would. I, I, I would push myself forward, recalibrate and set back a little bit. And then I was able to grab the stuff that I right. needed to. That that wasn't really an issue for me. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, I, I think um, there's a lot of people in the chat saying they want to play and stuff. I think I'm, I'll do this as my main let's play tomorrow. So it'll be at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 9 nice. p.m. UK time. Um, I'll try to be realistic there, man, because I love to play this. Yeah, it'd be cool to get a full. Because what? How many can we get on now? Is it is it seven? Or so is it I, more now? So I don't know because it was just me, uh, me and Elephant Trap yesterday, uh, and and so then they just populate the rest with bots. And when you're only populating with bots, they have six racers. But if you actually have a full lobby, I think you can get eight racers in. Um, but I, I guess there's also been problems. Like when the last time we actually saw eight racers in there, or even seven racers, it's like the game's not calibrated for it. So some racers appeared in the exact same place as other racers. Um, right. And so it's it's kind of a funky start. But yeah, at least six, maybe eight. That's cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've, I've kept delaying this game as a let's play because I knew all these updates were coming and I know more are coming down. But it's at a really good place now where, you know, the game looks great. I know there are more updates coming. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's just 
let's get it on. This is going to be good. Yeah. And just remember, again, if you're, if you're picking it up because you hear us talking about it, we're talking about it because it's so much fun and because of all the additions that have been added, uh, not because it's some kind of flawless uh, game or anything like that. There are still plenty of bugs, but it's just, it's, it's a rare exception where you're like, I am absolutely, it is absolutely worth putting up with the bugs because it is just so much fun to race with other players and, and, and have fun. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, I have no idea where we are because we've sort of been bouncing around the run of show. Um, yeah. Let me just make sure that we're, oh. <laughs> Dinner and Pajama changed his name to Drama Drama Pajama. <laughs> With a five quid, it says, there. <laughs> this is a cult, Miles, and I have way too much control over these people. <laughs> this, is, this is not right. There. Uh, that, that's fucking hilarious, though. Drama Drama Pajama. <laughs> it... I guess it technically rhymes. I don't know if, if words that are identical would be considered rhyming words, but we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it for now. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Miles, the uh, the thing that everybody wants us to talk about today, it has nothing to do with, with Barbaria. It has nothing to do with the seventh guest or Galaxy Cart. Uh, they all wanted us to talk about Koi Koi VR Love Blossoms, which mm. is coming to VSVR 2 next week on November 16th. Uh, it's a visual novel. Wow. You know how we feel about reading in VR. It's great, isn't it? Standing yes. there, reading. Can't say, can't say I'm a real big fan. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous, fans. Uh, are you, are you going to stream this because you stream everything in VR? That's that's the question. That's what everybody wants to know. Uh, I will do. Yeah, I'm going to do a Let's Play. I mean, look, there are some titles I've got that I'm going to Let's Play that people are like, is that even a game? So I've got um, VR Human Anatomy or Human mm. Anatomy VR. That's not a game. So we'll do a science lesson in VR. I, I'm, I'm serious. Um, even um, pro uh, NFL pro era, there's now two games which I hear are very similar. But I will I will do a let's play of both of them. Like I just want to make sure I'm sticking to my part of the deal. I'm going to do every title, so I will be doing this. Although, um, it's, it's 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 a bit pricey, Brian. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a full price sixty dollar game, which is crazy. Um. <clears throat> I'm over on Steam right now, and I'm and I'm checking out the full description here. Uh, it's saying, "Become the protagonist in all new VR romance adventure game. Uh, enjoy a life full of excitement with two charming sisters at a hot spring resort. Make love bloom in this hot spring story in full VR." Uh, Miles, this came out October tenth of twenty twenty two, so a full year ago over on Steam, in and I can't lie. What are the reviews on Steam? They're very positive. <laughs> are they? Yeah. The, fir okay. the first one says, this educational app provides a cultural experience of Japanese traditions and customs. Okay. Come experience traditional uh, hot girl springs. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the next review says, ah, yes, the sex. And that is it. And everybody enjoyed that review. Oh um, yes, the sex. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so here I'm gonna I'm gonna read a, a seemingly very uh, very real positive review, and then I'm gonna read a seemingly very real negative review. And so hopefully okay. you guys will get an idea of whether it's something you want or not. Uh, this is by JG Steven. He says, "Highly recommended. A charming game. The character models and scenery are beautiful. VR is absolutely the future of visual novels." 
can't agree with that, Stephen. And the sense of immersion when playing Koi Koi is very high. Motion controls are very basic, but fine if you play standing and can turn when needed. Two chapters into the story so far, it's very simple, but very cute. Uh, the only other comment is that the beautiful scenery requires significant graphical horsepower. My RTX uh, 3090 couldn't drive the Quest 2 at full resolution at 90 hertz and often dropped frames and reprojected, but everything ran fine at 72 hertz. Um, the minimum spec is somewhat misleading, unless you have a really old low resolution headset. Uh, so that person seems to just actually really enjoy it. Here's the negative. Here's a negative one. Hmm. How do I say this? This is from Day uh, Ratio. Uh, overall, the game isn't bad, but to me, it's not exactly worth the price. It's interesting visual novel in VR with two cute girls and one extra. Two cute girls and one extra? Like, right. is it, so there's two cute girls and then there's one extra girl. And then, and then there's another girl that's just like, we don't talk about her. Yeah. yeah. Not, not so cute. Put the uh, paper bag over the head kind of thing. All I right. thought for the price I could do more, but most of the time it's just reading, reading, and reading. The interactions barely exist. Most of the time we just read, chose, read, and chose. Uh, this is VR. We barely do anything in VR. You basically just put an extra monitor in front of your eyes just to read. So this this person fully agrees with me about visual novels in VR. Like there better be a lot more to do than just read. Like the Danganronpa games could probably get away with this, um, but most other visual novels couldn't. Um, yeah, he's just saying, uh, for the price, I expect a bit more than this. If the content for VR locked behind hours of reading, sorry, but I had to pass. In general, I play visual novels as well, but visual novels in VR without much VR interactions is just reading. You know what? Oh, uh, hold on a second. Do I install the uncensor patch? I do. It's useless. It unlocked uh -huh. lewd content in the main menu. Basically, you can fuck the girl except the extra one that's probably except the extra. What is this extra one? Sorry, this extra one. Why, yeah. why do they keep saying it like that? He says this is a different review, or is this the same one? This is the same review. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's just yeah. Maybe maybe this isn't. Maybe this is a ESL type problem. Uh, I, I don't. He, he's doing pretty good though. The problem, it's useless. It's that's still fine. censored anyway. Basically, the genitals have a heart <gasps> or something of your choosing. Meanwhile, the guy's dick becomes a lightsaber. <laughs> Okay, now I need to play it. Uh, so yeah, he says, so yeah, it's pointless yeah, unless you like- PlayStation doesn't allow mods, man, sorry. He says, sorry, so it's pointless unless you like titties. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, guys. Uh, I will be let's playing this on Thursday. Um, and to be fair, whether if you, want, if you like a, a novel, watching it on a flat screen in a let's play is gonna be just as the same as being in VR. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I will pass on this one. I, I don't say this very often, but I will pass and I will watch you play it. Or maybe I'll just okay. listen to you play it because I've got other <laughs> things to do. Oh my god, this is this is like, oh man, I'm not looking forward to this. I'm actually, yeah, this is not going to be good. No. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's real excited about this. No. Yeah. Uh, Miles, uh, there's a game out there called Compound that people are excited for. Um, relatively, uh, I mean, I don't <laughs> relatively wanna, to this, I don't yeah, want to, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get away from this as fast as humanly possible. Um, but let me bring up the trailer for Compound. Uh, even the chat says, You've already bought it, Miles. Stop lying. <laughs> Pre order, yeah. I brought the uh, the yeah, the uh, collector's edition that comes uh, with two extras, two extras, and uh, <laughs> and, and customizable lightsabers 
If only real life had customizable lightsabers. Yeah. So this is compound miles. <laughs> uh, it looks a little okay. bit like a boomer shooter. Uh, that's probably more to do with the retro style than the actual gameplay. Uh, but it, you know, very, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, pixel rip type thing. It's like you're inside of a like nice. kind of retro game. Uh, but first person shooter looks pretty good. I've always heard good things about compound. Uh, the news about this game uh, is that not only it's coming to PSVR 2, we knew, we've known that for a while, uh, but the uh, I believe it's just a one-man team over there uh, developing this. They tweeted this week that it's uh, it's it's almost done. So uh, wow, it looks good. Yeah, it looks really fun. This is the kind of thing that I would want to play in VR, but not sure if I'd want to play outside of VR. Yeah, I got I got some serious sirens going on over here. I'm gonna mute my mic for a second. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at the trailer now. I mean, it just reminds me of... I, I definitely got the pixel rip vibes of, you know, what is it like being in those environments with usually flat sprites, um, but having it in a VR space. Um, but yeah, it, it just reminds me of uh, Wolfenstein 3D or, or classic Doom. So um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this. I, I was actually unaware of it beforehand. So oh, um, I'm, I'm hyped about this. Yeah, this just looks like one of those games that's just going to be, you know, straight up fun to play. Um and just, and just to give you a little bit more information about it, the Steam page has some uh, has some good shit over here. It says, uh, Compound's a randomized roguelite, which I know a lot of people are sick of, but I mean, come on, it's a first-person shooter. Roguelite, free roaming uh, for VR veterans. Duck and dodge around enemy fire in tough-as-nails retro FPS with multiple locomotion options. Uh, what else do they tell us? Um, who are the developers? It's just me. This is a passion project. Uh, I've had great fun working <laughs> full time on Compound for the last six years, and I, and I think this is probably a little outdated. So he's been working on it for a long time. Um, so uh, so he says roguelike games are supposed to be hard, but don't give up. You'll get better with every every run. Eventually, you'll master the game and its systems and feel like a pro. If you're still feeling frustrated, try playing on easy mode, uh, or head over to the practice area to practice fighting an enemy you're having trouble with. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, another another roguelite heading our way. Uh, hopefully, it's not going to be too much longer. This looks like a be a fun way to kind of spend the holidays. I think I could really get into this one. Yeah, I can imagine it runs buttery smooth as well. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of game you expect to run at like 120 native, right? At like maximum mm. resolution. Yeah. Uh, Hyped. Awesome Tatum's in the chat saying the drones will drive you crazy. The shotgun is great, of course. Hopefully, the haptics are great. Um, because, you know, we, we're always looking for ways to make the PSVR 2 version the best version out there. Uh, we're always hoping for some serious haptics and uh, adaptive trigger support, all that stuff. So hopefully they take full advantage of it. <laughs> the chat's still on lightsabers. No surprise yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, who, who was the de who's, who's the developer of um, Koi Koi, by the way? Have they made any other PSVR 2 games so far? Do we know? Or, <laughs> it's 20 questions. You, sorry, I've thrown you under the bus with that. Yeah. No, it's, uh, the developer yeah. is actually called Apricot Heart. Uh, and, okay. and to my knowledge, they have not. Um, yeah. Here, I, I have. Uh, let me see here. Oh, actually, yeah, it looks like Koi Koi Love Blossoms, the VR and non VR version are uh, the only game they've made. Maybe it's in some DLC, free DLC mm. for the Steam version. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have some bigger topics to talk about today, man. Uh, 
two things that we had on the thumbnail and on the uh, the title of the video. Uh, let's tackle the smaller one first, despite the fact that it's fucking taking up the entire thumbnail, <laughs> as always. Uh, Demio Battles got released, I believe, yesterday on Quest and on PC VR. Uh, this is the PvP Demio that everybody was waiting for. People were hoping, you know, uh, initially I think it was supposed to be a uh, just DLC or, or an update to the original game. And then somewhere along the line, they said, hey, this is getting big. We've got to break it off into its own game. Uh, and so it came out uh, It came out yesterday. And we'll have to check out some reviews in a second here. Um, but the great thing that happened with the release was that they also sent out a press release <laughs> and said, don't worry, it's also coming to PSVR 2 next year. Uh, so... I have a lot of questions. I don't. I don't know where to start. Um, my my first question, I guess, to you, Miles, is going to be: You played a lot of co-op Demio, correct? Uh, I did. I did. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. And when I heard that there was this mode being developed, I was super excited. Okay. When I heard it was becoming its own game, I was disappointed, and not because I thought, oh. Um, is it not good enough to fit with, you know, Demio? Like right. in many ways, of course, it's oh, it's going to be its own fully flesh game, and that's great. But the one issue I had with Demio was they had a great like battle pass style um, system, mm. but the amount of XP you needed for each battle pass level was the same. So there was no scaling. It wasn't easy to get the earlier levels, and then you're grinding for those higher ones. Okay. And so um, progression wise. It just felt repetitive. Obviously, you play the game for the game's sake, but in terms of sure. like any sense of progression and unlockables, so the idea of having another game mode like this within Demio that you, that helps you, you know, make progress and get XP in other ways, that kind of made sense for me. And I know that seems like a really uh, small cr uh, criticism, but it, you know, this wasn't a criticism of like uh, I don't think it's going to be good as its own standalone. Um, but it was just my initial thoughts of when it was going to be its own game. It's like oh, now I've got two games that I need to. Well, you can't platinum Demio, can you? Which is an absolute travesty. Uh, but like hundred percenting both of them, you you got two games to work on now instead of one. I just like the idea that you have your worlds connected together. I think for for Demio as well, on other versions, you can paint your models. Or have I completely made that up? You can customize the aesthetic. Or there's a I thought there was a paint room where you could paint the models. I just kind of feel like I want to keep all my pieces in one game. Uh, yeah. You know, use them for PvP and PvE. Um, I mean, it would be nice if they shared a save. You know, you could just right. go into Demio Battles and they say, "Hey, do you want to load your flat screen Demio progress?" Uh, and that way, right. you have all your yeah, all your cosmetics unlocked. Uh, that would be pretty mm. cool. Um, it, I've actually not seen anything regarding the coverage of of of, of Demio Battles. I've not well, seen anyone. I know a lot of people have been playing it in that, so I'm really excited to hear all about it. I mean, luckily in the chat, uh, everyone's having some great impressions already. Uh, Ruthless Metal. Uh, nope, that's it. I'll get to Ruthless Metal in a second. Scott Dracula said, uh, Demio Battles is really good. I've been playing all day in single player. Now, this is something I did not expect. I figured this was going to be the thing that if you wanted to play single player Demio, like that's what the original game was for. You could just go mm. in and play those uh, battles yourself. Uh, but it's cool to know that you can play this single player. Um, Ruthless Metal said, I need Demio battles in my life, but I don't want to play it flat. I don't want to play it flat either. I was actually, uh, when I when I was investigating this game today, uh, over on Steam, 
there's, 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 there's a relatively new broadcast option where like, you know, developers are streaming uh, their game or, or anything like that, then, then they can have it running on the Steam page itself. And kind of funny was playing this quite a bit today. Uh, or at least that's the video that they were showing. I don't know if they were actually playing it today and they were all playing it flat screen. Uh, and so mm. I realized I was like, you know, this is, this is really important because this is the kind of game that appeals to so many different types of players that being able to play it just because we want to play it in VR, it's great to expand the player base to have people playing that we can play against or with outside of VR, you know, and of course there, which you can do with Demio as well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I was playing one day with a friend and his mate came on. And I was like, oh, I didn't know he had VR. Oh, no, he's playing on his PC. I had no idea. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I agree. I think it's a great game uh, a gr that they... they it's, it's like all these things. I mean, when we were talking about um, Galaxy Kart, um, there was a lot in the chat about other multiplayer games people have got and saying I jumped into it and there was no one else online. Cross-play and... Uh, it is so so important for these vr games yeah um because the player bases otherwise are going to be incredibly small and we've seen what happens uh, on psvr when there are games that just become dormant i think of werewolves within and, and games like that that i got way later than everyone else i jumped on and there was no one to play with and it was a real shame so um another reason why i would have liked to have seen this game as a part of demio um so that you know again you're not splitting the player base but I'm really excited. I love how Demio played to have a, a like a new game. If this is what they're saying, no, we're making a new game because we're kind of taking the lessons from Demio, and this is like going to be the future of what we're working on. I'm I'm super hyped for it. Uh, Scott Dracula expanded and said, "Yeah, there's a single player mode with a bunch of missions." Twitcher the Deuce Juice Game Cat clarifies forty single player missions. Apparently, uh, nice. Boy Brown VR. What's up, buddy? I feel like I haven't seen Boy Brown in a while. It says it's a great game. Way more than just DLC. It has 40 single-player scenarios to help you get better with tactics. Uh, top drawer. Is that it? Is that an expression? Top drawer? It's like top shelf vodka? I guess so. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, that's really good to hear. I mean, obviously, when a developer says, hey, this, is, this has become bigger than DLC, and they've released the game, it's only 20 bucks. Which is fantastic news because it sounds like it's it's pretty beefy. Uh, wow. It's good to hear that they they're not. It's not all just smoke and mirrors, right? That they mm. said, it, oh, it's become more than just DLC, and then they release a game, and it, oh, actually, it turns out they were right. They weren't lying to us. This is far more than DLC. Um, I'm curious to know. Someone was just saying in the chat now that um, Nihilus Ryan, the game feline, said, "Okay, Demio scared me away with talk of rounds taking hours to complete, but this sounds way more doable." <laughs> So I'm assuming that the games are shorter overall, um, but I'm curious to know if there are long, you can still play long matches as well. I don't know, but. Well, I, I would, I mean, my immediate response to that uh, is that, um, is that don't be scared of Demio because, yeah. right? Because first of all, like you're going to get in there and you're just going to have a lot of fun uh, and, and you can save between floors now. When it first launched on Quest, like you, <laughs> you couldn't save at all like you you could only save your progress at the end of a completed run uh and so and so now that you can actually save between floors like you're really only in there for about an hour at a time if you want if you want to be so it's no longer the three four hour epic uh you know gameplay sessions that it used to be uh so definitely um definitely don't be scared of demio it's a lot of fun uh it's one of those that, i mean really if you is. haven't gotten it yet grab it when it's on sale because obviously it's already been on sale be on sale again mm. maybe they'll have a bundle demio and demio battles when that comes yeah. out yeah yeah uh but yeah 2024 uh, so the other part of this conversation miles that i wanted to have with you was um 
what do you think's going on here? Like, is this is this just you know more studios that uh, are getting some you know some degree of Oculus money or, or Meta money and saying because we we have heard that Meta does not like when games launch on Quest and PSVR two simultaneously because the the one battle they can't win is in the graphics right. department and so there's always these side by side things that just piss them off. Do you think that's uh, what's going on here, or do you think resolution just needed more time for the PSVR two version? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the former. Um, I mean, uh, and I think you make a great point that where they can compete is on exclusives and sort of, um, yeah, if they come out at the same time, that's going to be a much harder battle to to, to go up against. Um, I also am curious. I mean, Quest, there are just more, there are more uh, machines out there, aren't there, of, of Quest 2 and Quest 3. I assume right. so this is going to be on Quest 2 and 3, right? Sure. Um, so in Steam, if you're going to, yeah, so I, I would say that you would definitely work towards that first, uh, and I think I think that's fine. Because on the flip side, when we think of PSVR two exclusives, um, we're doing great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we are doing great, and I know I know what it's like. We want to have everything first and on ours, and um, you know, the other positive is uh, when games come out on Quest, we uh, can get a sense of whether they're good or not. You know, there's no risk of pre-ordering. <laughs> right. And then uh, when they come round to ours, and, and that's not to say there are games that are poorly ported, and we've discussed this. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, look, um, if there's a few, well, I, I think of Barbaria, which I know we're going to get to in a moment, but right. I, you and I jumped into it before it came out, and there were thousands of people to play against because it was cross-play, and it'd been on, I think, on Quest for eight months. So that's another good reason that when it finally comes to us and it was the same with Demio, actually it already been out on other platforms. It means when you jump in, there's going to be a whole player base of people to play with uh, or play against. So um, that's going to be good as well. So I do look at the positives, but I also understand it would have been nice to have it now, but I'm happy to wait. There's so many games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, certainly I, I generally don't blame studios when they take, when they take meta money, right? Because it's like, listen, like, there's, it's it's fine. We, we've got, like you said, we've got plenty of games coming. Uh, it's basically it's basically free money for them to kind of do what they were going to do anyway. Uh, the the press release that I got from Resolution Games talked about, uh, you know, updates that are coming, listening to the community and making changes, making balancing uh, updates, uh, content updates, and so all of these things will be happening over the next however many months. And so when it gets to PSVR two it'll kind of be like the final complete version or like at least a more complete version than this launch version. And, and I'm always happy with that. You know, like that, that's, that's something I, I know I've gone on and on about getting an, some kind of early access program on PSVR two or PlayStation five in general. But honestly, like I've always been the kind of person that's like, I'll wait, I'll wait as long as it takes to get the finished game. Uh, so that, think, yeah, that remains think, true think here of, too. Well, think about pistol whip or walkabout mini golf when these games came to psvr i remember when pistol whip came out it was like oh and all the dlc that it, it, it comes with it at launch so you actually get a much fuller because as much as you, you know, well we're still playing it later the point is there are sometimes there's a game that i'll play that just comes out and there's dlc that comes out later and it's that kind of thing of i'll go back to play the dlc but then i'll jump out again i think that's what it's going to be for me with like um uh crossfire sierra squad when there's new content i will jump in play it for a bit and then jump out again but 
you know, walkabout mini golf, having all those, uh, you know, um, courses from the get go. If it's there, the moment you're playing it from the beginning, you're going to spend more time in that world overall. I just think that there is some kind of loss connection you have with a game if you finish it and then you keep coming for DLC piece by piece. Mm-hmm. I think if you join something and it's like here's the definitive edition, pistol whip with all these extra modes and stuff, you're gonna you're gonna have a better time. So um, I think you know, and we, and we, and we're gonna join as you say after they've done a lot of testing and. Um, you know, taking on community feedback and things like that. So we are going to get a better experience when it finally comes out. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of what I'm saying here is actually, you know, uh, that pertains to me and pertains to me in a selfish manner. I mean, like, this is the way I have to play games for the channel. And I, I play the games a lot for a week. And then, like, I reviewed them and I generally don't have chance to pick them up again uh, with very few exceptions, you know, Beat Saber, Pistol Whip. I'll go back to those when I need to. Yeah. But, you know, very, very seldom do I, like, I'm actually going to go back to these and spend 20 more hours with them. I just don't have that kind of time. Um, but hey, who knows? Who knows? Um, so uh, I just want to look something real quick here. Scott, uh, just just to give an idea, I, I see this in the trailer, and, and Scott Dracula has sort of been our guide through uh, Demio battles today. Uh, and, and this description, this description definitely has me intrigued. He says, the matches are always short. As fire tiles move in towards the center, usually each map, each match is about 15 minutes. So much, much okay. shorter than the original Demio. And I love that they have sort of the battle royale thing happening where it's like, you know, crunching you as you go. So that sounds pretty cool. And I, I love the mechanics in, in Demio where the tiles, like whether it's gas or it's lava or it's the... Uh the red stuff in the desert like that spreads yeah. like those mechanics are really good especially on a turn-based game so the fact that that's going to be a big component of this is great uh we got in the chat macho 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with the five dollar tip says i honestly don't mind letting quest pay for games to be made and then we get them a year later yep it's, we've got plenty of games to play um in a perfect world i'd love to get everything day and date but this is not a perfect world, and I will take what we can get. VR is... And, and, and also, we all benefit as gamers. Like, competition is good. And the whole thing about, like, if you get money from PlayStation, we think about Capcom and uh, the Resident Evil games in VR, you know, or what's happening with, with uh, Meta and all these commissions. I think they commissioned um, the um, uh, Assassin's Creed game. What it does is it gives people some breathing room. This is what happens with all first-party games as well. It gives breathing room for creativity. Developing VR games, we see what this is like. It's very cutthroat and people get pushed to deadlines. And sometimes that does happen when you are doing it with money that's being given to you. So there are negatives as well. But my point is it does, in many cases, give people some breathing room to make the game that they want to, to make because they're not running against a clock of like, we have no money. It's like, no, we have this budget. We now know what we can, we can do with it. And so, um, you know, I think it's really good for innovation as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think the point where it starts, uh, the only time where it starts bothering me a little bit is when, um, when we have something, a company like shell games, who's just gone kind of like radio silent on PSVR two. Like not only not only did we they announced that we were getting Among Us VR and then just sort of like recoil on that completely and didn't give us any reason for it, um, but then the only thing they sort of delivered was Until You Fall, and it wasn't even 
the best looking version. It was sort of like a wasn't even as good as the PC version. And then and then there was no upgrade path. And it was just like we're they they're definitely treating us like second class citizens over here. And it was like, all right, guys, come on, like we get it. You're in Meta's back pocket, but like you know, you can treat us a little bit better than that. So. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm very, yeah, very yeah. curious to know what happens when Shell Games announces, "Hey, the, I expect you to die collection," or "I expect you to die one and two HD remasters for PSVR two," or "I expect you to die three, uh, which obviously you know has already been announced for uh, other platforms, or for I think just Quest to be honest. And so, um, you know, like, what's the reaction going to be over here? Is it going to be like, "Oh, too little, too late," or is it going to be like, "Oh, no, we're, we'll still embrace you, Shell, because you make good games." And I think it's going to be more of that. But there's, uh, there's just going to be this thing in the back of my mind just clawing at me, being like. These motherfuckers, <laughs> like cheaper and better. It's just business. No, it, it is, but at the same time, it's also it's the way that you coordinate. This is why you have community managers. It's why you, it's all about having comms people. Like you got to respect the people that got you to where you were, and the PSVR two community were a big portion of that. Um, you know, I think about Beat Saber. Beat Saber was bought by Meta a long time ago, and I often see. It very difficult for Beat Saber because they are owned by Meta, and there's always people saying, "What about PSVR 2? And the reality is, Meta gets the priority because Meta owns it. But they have always, when they can, come out and said, "We've done this." Like when it came out on PSVR 2, and there were issues with the uh, alignment with the controllers, they came out straight away and go, "We can hear you. We're going to fix it," and they fixed it. And so, um, despite the fact that you know they are beholden, they're owned by Meta. Um, and they're not able to always give the answers we want. And like when we kept saying, when's it coming to PSVR 2? They just weren't responding to anyone's requests. Um, when they do have the opportunity, you can tell Beat Saber, they just want people playing their games. Um, and they had an upgrade path, you know, uh, that was good, which was a free upgrade. Um, so, and, and also we got a new, was that, wasn't that when Queen came out? Did Queen come out the yeah, night? The, same, um, same, yeah, yeah, so... Yep. Really cool stuff. And obviously I understand that there was probably some behind the scenes handshakes with PlayStation and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, when it comes to shell games, I it, it just feels very cold and kind of like Yeah. Yeah, we we don't have to say anything. And it's, you know, I think they're gonna be in the same situation as beat games. I just think there are better ways of dealing with it. But then we don't know different people have their hands tied in different ways. And if you're under contract, you're under contract. I, I keep seeing my microphone level up, go up over here, even when there's no noise and I'm getting a little bit concerned. Uh, hopefully people in the chat will let me know if there's like some random sound that's coming through. I mean, more than the normal sirens. Uh, so please let me know. I apologize for any ridiculous noise that's happening. Um, Johnny C in the chat says the binary mill has vanished on PlayStation. It's true. I haven't heard a word from the binary mill. Those are the guys who made, um, sorry, sirens of my end gun club VR. They made, um, Jesus, uh, Rush VR, which is the wingsuit racing game, that was a lot of yeah. fun. Um, uh, they made Mini Motor Racing X, like they were they were pretty prolific. They, they always had great stuff. Uh, thank you, Danorama. I'm sorry, drama, drama, pajama. Um, so there's a lot of studios, and and trust me, when I uh, you know now that I'm getting the, the the 2023 PSVR award show together, I'm just you know kind of just getting to work on that now. Um, <clears throat> it's a uh, I'm contacting everybody and I'm doing my absolute best to like, you know, pull whatever I can out of these studios that we haven't heard from from a very long time. And it sounds like a couple of them uh, may have something to announce. So hopefully, you know, these studios aren't just gone from the PlayStation ecosystem forever. Fingers crossed. 
Um, all right, Miles. That means it's time to talk about Barbarian. I know you've been looking forward to that for a very long time. Probably all week. <laughs> yeah, man. What um, a, what a, dude, so I, I remember texting you. Uh, I think I was the first one of the group. Like We'd gotten our keys pretty early, and I, and I was the first one. Uh, I was the first one to jump in and I, I only played for like 15, 20 minutes or something while, uh, while something else was downloading. I was like, oh, I'll just jump into this a little bit while I'm waiting for the download. And I remember texting everybody and being like, this game is so much fucking fun. Like I was shocked. I have, I kind of thought it was going to be a little throwaway and then it turned out to be really, really fun. Uh, talk to me about your experience, man. So this was something I mentioned to you when I first played it, um, which was um, the way I phrased it was it captured the magic I felt in my childhood when I played a 90s game by Bullfrog Productions called Dungeon Keeper uh, and um, creating your own world, invading. It's also the whimsical theme of it's, it's a very funny game. Uh, it's got some really quirky. It's got lots of quirky things going on. Um, but yeah, I dived in off the back of what you said, and I thought, I think this could be a game that I'd like. Um, and I think one of the things that drew me to it, um, and I mentioned this on my Let's Play, which was when I was a kid, I used to love any games that allowed you to create. And I'm talking about like the ultimate creation thing. I had like Windows Movie Maker, mm -hmm. which was, or Microsoft Movie Maker, where you could actually make characters and move them around, make your own scenes. There was a game called Click and Play, where you create your own game. Music 2000, where you actually create tracks and everything you want. I would spend all the time in the world doing creations. And obviously, I love Theme Park, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Theme Hospital, um, Black and White, all these games. As an adult, I still have that desire to play those kind of games. But the reality is I just don't have the time. So when Dreams came out, I was like, as a kid, I would have literally created games in this. But now I'm happy to play other people's games. And I looked at this on the trailer and I thought, I think this is going to be the good balance. And it really is because there is so much customization in this game, but it's very simple to do. You place your pieces on your um, sections of the map, but then you can pick everything up, upgrade it, and slam it back down, and everything's still in the same place that it is. Whether it's the minions that you have or the weapons that they hold, they can each hold two weapons each, and then on their back they can have like arrows for their bow and arrow or a shield. All of these can be upgraded, and then every item that you put on your sections can be upgraded as well. There is so much possibility. It's... Um, asynchronous multiplayer which and uh, there's been a lot of people asking and they asked me on my let's play and i did check the store i don't think you need playstation plus to play this um it doesn't say playstation plus on the store page and i've looked on other pages and it will have the icon on it so i always feel a bit nervous but like it looks like you don't need it and it would kind of make sense because you're technically not playing real-time multiplayer you're just playing a game where on the servers they have blueprints of other people you know, you can raid each other, but you're never doing anything in real time. Um, I don't want to get too. I don't thing... want to get too far away from this. Uh, I, Sorry, yeah. I kind of want to take this down like piece by piece a little bit. Yeah, um, let's do it. I do have to give this game massive props for for the way that it starts, for the way that it kind of takes you by the hand for the most part through the first couple hours, and it's it's in 
because I think something like this could be very intimidating to a lot of people. I think that, you know, they say, okay, well, here you are, you just got all these dungeon pieces, there's things to upgrade, there's, there's traps to place, and there's rules about, you know, how many pieces you can put where, and you have to upgrade things to put more pieces, and then there's this, and there's that, and there's a lot of, there's a lot going on. But it, but it really introduces these things very slowly to you, to the point where, as soon as you get comfortable with one thing, like literally minutes after you get comfortable with, with the thing they just taught you, they go, and here's this now too. And so I, I really, like I was just 100% enjoying uh, the progression. And I was 100% enjoying the, the I, we're going to keep calling it a campaign, but really it's, it's a really long tutorial. Right. And, That's and, exactly right. And I, and I, and, and, and I kind of just want to get this out of the way because man, I, 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 anybody who's seen my review knows I gave it a 7.9 and that pained me that <laughs> pained me because I swear that if I had reviewed it in the first two hours, it would have gotten like an eight, seven, eight, 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 nine, like, you know, really high eight. And then like once the tutorial slash campaign ended and it sort of just leads you to your own devices it, into what really is the core of the game. It, it, it gets very, very grindy. And, and, I, and I think it's still a whole lot of fun and upgrading everything is still a whole lot of fun and invading other people's places is still a whole lot of fun, but you're sort of left in into this area where you can you can feel very stuck for a long period of time. Like you you just don't feel like you're upgrading fast enough and you're starting to lose more of the battles than you're winning. And like, I, I think it just, the, the excitement starts to wane a little bit. And, and so since those were my final thoughts, I was like, well, this is this is where the game ultimately lies and so it's a very confusing it was a confusing review for me to do because i loved it and felt like it probably deserved more than a 7.9 but i couldn't justify giving it more than that it, it's very strange i think everyone who jumps in is going to say this is fucking better than 7.9 but then eventually i think everyone's going to get to the point and go okay i understand yeah I'm, I'm in the end game period now and the thing was that it's not just like the tutorials you get which are very well explained there's all these different modes there are all these like nodes that appear in your base around you and you think oh i've unlocked four now that's probably it and then there's a fifth and then a sixth and then i, I don't know how many there are lots and there are so many different things and i'm now in the end game which is and and, and this is one of the issues is it literally just there's 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 no more stuff to click on uh the uh the imp that like holds up the uh the um sort of the subtitles and yeah. talks to you in that which is quite funny um just doesn't appear anymore and i feel like there needs to be like if they keep that energy going for much longer um and i think even if they just ended with saying saying you're on your own now i mean yeah. and that might have been in the game and i missed it but there's no real sense of like right the, now you need to get on top of the charts and i just feel that there isn't enough the feedback you get from raiding people and being attacked it does these two scores one is your attack score so if you attack someone and you succeed it goes up if you attack someone and lose it goes down if someone attacks you this defender score goes up if you defend successfully or it goes down so there are two ranking systems which is really really great but that's all from the beginning and so when the game kind of goes right you know or, or it just it stops giving you new stuff to do you're like okay so i'm I'm now being left with this. It's not, and now I've got this to work on. So I think there needs to be some more stuff there. Um, when there is a game I absolutely love, I always like take a lot of notes and there are sort of three categories to my notes. There are things I love, um, bugs and issues, 
and then like the nice to haves which are the things that i would love the game to have mm-hmm. um i mean we can talk about things we love in a moment but like one of the nice to haves is having a clan system adding clans with leaderboards to encourage like team play so you and your friends can create clans it would help with an ongoing player base and i think it would add to that social component as well a lot of mobile games which this game does remind me of there are a lot of mobile games even puzzle games where you build a base and you have to keep coming back as stuff develops and stuff they have clans they do like weekly challenges with the clans and it's done in a way that everyone in the clan has to pull their weight because it might be that a clan has a maximum of 20 players and by the end of the week you have to have scored so much but you every member of the clan gets five attempts to play a ranked match to get their score up so if not everyone is playing along you're not going to get high on the charts so there's this real sense of like everyone's got to chip in and we've got to help each other um i have spoken with the devs uh since then they've been absolutely blown away by the response and obviously they are completely bombarded with just the fact it's a launch and there's a lot of things they want to fix and stuff um but they they have a roadmap like there is a lot they still want to add to this game and um I think that um, this could be a game we look back in a year and go, we thought it was good then. Like I kind of feel like the pavement just ran out uh, and that, you know, when we say it just drops off, that's easy to fix. They could just literally keep adding to it. And they and my, my sense is that they are going to do that. Um, but I do think a clan system to like team up with your friends, I think would be a, a good addition to help with that end game thing. Because it's like, once you get through all the tutorial, you then unlock clans. So it's like, you've learned all this, you can now team up with your friends. That's something good to work towards. And it also means that when you're in a clan, you know you're in a clan with friends that are at the same point as you in terms of they understand the game and they're all working towards that end goal. So I, I think that would be a great aspect to have. Um, yeah, I mean, you said you, said you, you feel like um, they've been adding things constantly. And I mean, all, all it takes is to go over to the Steam store page listing uh, and then read all the patch notes and they've had major content updates. I mean, kind of nonstop for a very long time for the, since the middle of uh, last year. Um, you know, new content, wow. improvements, updates, uh, the Ring of Champions, which is a survival mode. They did that got included at a certain point. Um, that is amazing. That mode, I spend so much time in it. Like that's its own game mode. And, and basically for those that don't know, yeah, you start in the middle and you basically have to kill as many enemies as you can. They come in waves and there is a um, a high school ranking and it gets really, really tough. But it's really fun because you get to learn the combat mechanics, which I'd love to chat to you about in a moment. But yeah, lots of updates. Yeah, just I mean, just to keep it going, you know, the uh, the Rise and Grind daily challenges, that wasn't there from the beginning. They added that a year ago. Um, bomb bags, throwing axes, custom skies, like that's all... These are all new things that were added throughout the progression of this. Um, friendly raids that was added uh, in December of last year. Um, yeah, and this was that was that was all uh, pre pre launch. That was all early access stuff. And then even since then, there's been Jesus twelve updates with a couple major ones. Boons just came in September. Yep. So yeah. So if if they can if if they continue this update these this this path of updates, uh, yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you. I think in a year we're going to be seeing, um, you know, a, a, a game that just feels a little bit more complete and uh, and, and really kind of 
holds your hand until the end of the journey a little bit more, uh, and then and then sends you off on your way and says, "Now go be the champion and take it, and then take right. everyone else in the world down. You know, climb the leaderboards. Um, that'll be really nice." And they could do like a campaign as well, where there's like realms that they've built. Like we're talking about DMO battles. There's like forty single player levels. They could literally do forty where there's the actual bosses. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they could do that where there are because they have this like ascension. No, it's called the Ancients Realm of the Ancients or something. It's one of the options. I don't actually understand how that works. So for those that don't know, you click on it and it basically spawns you in your realm and you take on like three waves of enemies. Yeah. And my question is, every time I do it, is it just random or is it getting progressively harder? Does it get progressively harder each time you do it? And then when you lose, it then resets? I I, I have no idea. And that's that's an example of where the game could do better, which is there are some things that are a bit so open that you're like, I'm not actually sure what's going on here. (laughs) Like, I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it, but like, what is the progression? And it's emphasized by the fact that where they have nailed it, the progression is so, so well done. Um, yeah. Brian, I have to talk about the combat because yeah, um, every type of combat I think feels absolutely incredible. Whether you're using your fists, melee weapons, the bow and arrow, throwing rocks, throwing rocks has never felt so fun in a game. Right, and it's even little things like the projectile interaction. Um, you were telling me like, oh yeah, when they throw something at you, you can catch it. Uh, and I was like, and and I realised you can actually do it with pretty much anything. You have to time it right. Like when they use a throwing axe and you catch it, and then you throw it back. And it's things like when you get the throwing axe, and and it gets in their head and it just sticks out of their head like that. <laughs> yeah. It's or, moments or, like or that. Or arrows, like where you just have like three arrows. arrows sticking in their head. It's it's phenomenal. Right. Yeah. And you can pull it out and then put it in your back uh, in your in your quill to um be able to shoot further ones. Um, but yeah, I, I think across the board, like whether it's the haptics with the battling, the the feedback. Um, I've mentioned this lots on on the show before. That um, uh, Hugo, can't remember his last name, uh, Martin, who was the creative director for Doom and Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. I saw him in a documentary saying the key to great game design is that when you die, you go, "That's because I messed up. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll do better next time." Right. It's a it's a flawed game design when you die and go ah oh, that should have that punch should have connected or there's not been one moment in this game where I've died and gone that's because that punch should have landed like everything feels impactful and it just works. Um, what are your thoughts on the combat? Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm with you 100%. Uh, I think the combat's fantastic. The the thing that struck me early on, and uh, if anybody watched AJ's show uh, yesterday, I'm pretty sure he probably talked about this, um, but he and I both had the exact same impression the, um, regarding uh, the item interactions in this game because you'll, you know, you'll, 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 some of my favorite things to use are just all the rocks scattered around the ground, you know, and you just, so I walk into, you know, you've got, you've got an, you know, an ax over here and a sword over here and you've got a bow and arrow on your back and you're whatever, but I leave all that there. And when I walk into the realm, I grab the first two rocks I see and I'm like, those are my first two weapons. Cause I know they're going to fucking hit. Like as long as I, you know, as long as I aim them relatively well. And so and then you know if there's if there's a chair around if there's like just like you know if there's planks that you've broken wood like broken these like gigantic two by fours um you you pick you pick all that stuff up and you use it and the funny thing is is this game doesn't market itself with 
these barroom brawl mechanics yet right uh, but yet they're so good and then the foglands <laughs> which did market themselves being like oh yeah you can punch and you can throw stuff you a that part of that that part of the game sucked like there was it just it never felt very good to do and then b it you never had to because you were loaded with guns that just did the job so much better but here we are loaded to the gills with with weapons swords axes bows and arrows and we're yet we're picking up rocks and chairs on our way into battle because it does work so well and so this is just the difference of how you do something right versus how you do something wrong and so dude yeah combat is so satisfying in this so satisfying chopping off heads that when you when you uh punch or kill a skeleton uh the, the head starts beeping it, it's a bomb and so, yeah. so, you, so you, tr you try to grab the head as fast as you possibly can and then when throw that at your an sword enemy. and you're like get it off get oh, it off my sword that's never happened yeah. to me it gets stuck oh, to dude. your sword yeah sometimes if you kill him with a, a, a it'll stick to the hammer and you have to like grab it off or, or throw the hammer just get rid of the hammer yeah right and that's um, yeah so there's any enemies about... around just trying to like utilize everything that you have at your disposal it's great what do we think then about the frame mechanics? Is it using eye tracking? Like, how is it? So, I I, I want to say uh, Tatum Tatum's in the chat. Help me out, buddy. I think I, I think that Tatum was it you or was it Izzard? I don't know. So, so somebody help me out. Um, but I was talking to somebody who who wanted to check it out, and so they they checked it out either on Steam or or someplace with a good return policy, maybe Quest. And, uh, and they checked it out real quick and it definitely said that uh, the throwing mechanics feel fantastic and they're always hitting their enemies. Sorry, sirens on my end. And so obviously not using eye tracking over there. Okay. And so it really must just be like, hey, there's an enemy here and an enemy here. Right. Obviously that's what he's fucking throwing shit at. Right. And, it's a, and it's a little bit strange that more games don't utilize this function to say, hey, like, come on, man. We, more sirens. We know what this player is trying to do. So yes. let's, let's, you know, not... Yes, aim assist, but like, come on, it, it, I, yeah. I I wouldn't have it any other way. And you can still miss, like you can still yep. mess it up, like um, if if you don't throw it the right, because it, it's where your hand is going, so it can mess up. Something else I like about all the sort of the brawler um, aspects of it is any item that gets trashed, as you said, like tables and chairs or skeletons when they just crumble to bones on the floor, it stays there. Yeah. And in the Ring of Champions, um, that is very important because when the skeletons appear, basically different enemy types require different um, weapons. So like the imps and that, you can slice away with swords and axes, but skeletons, you need something more blunt like fists or throwing rocks. Um, and and so when just there's skeletons everywhere on the floor, it all stays there. And yeah. um, again, the whole... Um, when like you throw an, an, an axe and they throw an axe, they'll collide in midair and then they'll both drop to the floor and then you can pick them up. Like just little things like that that I'm just like other games just don't do it. They'll they'll when they collide they'll just both disappear and. Right. Um, so here's um, I gotta say though the fact that there is collision on these things, great for the situation you just described. However, can not stand when there's an ogre and I've got three arrows in his skull. And so yes. me throwing rocks are getting 
uh, taken down by the arrows that I put in right. his head. It's like, come yes. on, man, just hit him in the face yeah. or something. Like I've, I've yeah. now screwed up my own ability to take this guy down with rocks because I, I've created sort of a defense around right. his head with the fucking arrows. I did it where there was an axe in his head and he was like, keep it, keep it in because actually it was a helmet because the next axe pinged off it. Exactly. I was like, I was like, fair enough, fair I mean, enough. If nothing else, like, in the same place. D- destroy the arrows, destroy the hammer, whatever's stuck in his yes. head, make whatever we're throwing at him, destroy that. And I, then I could probably get down with it in the big, yeah, this makes sense. But yeah. I was like creating defenses for my enemies. Like, That's ridiculous. Yeah. There's, there's also a lot of really tiny things I love about the game. Kind of like the, what, the things we've mentioned just now, which are just like... N- I think that it's always the thing in VR games. It's the little things they think about. You go, they didn't have to do that. It's really nice that they did. One of them is, so when you're invading a realm, the idea is you've got to crush crystals and you've got to kill the enemies in an area and move on to the next. And within the time limit, you've got to complete all the uh, all, all did, the sections. Did you ever did you ever find the time limit to be an issue? Uh, <laughs> no, until I think it was uh, earlier today on my lunch break. I had a game and I was trying to revenge. And I literally was on the last enemy and I, he was like one punch away and I ran out of time. It was a 10 minute match. Uh, so I I do think it's probably in the end game. It does get a lot tougher um, because I was stopping a lot to heal myself. And if I'd not done that, and if I hadn't torn them at the beginning, I probably would have had enough time. Um, I think I've got 10 hours yeah. in the game so far, and it only became an issue once because I ran out of weapons to use. And so I was literally just picking up everything off the ground, trying to take down an ogre. It was taking forever. Didn't even notice that the time was running out. And then, boom, I was taken out. And I was like, oh, man, that was a lot of work that I'm just – I just don't feel like playing that again right now. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, a couple of small things I like. Macho just says um, – Please scroll up and see my trophy room suggestion. I'll, I'll have a look for that. But do send me it afterwards as well. Um, oh, they should add a trophy a, this room. Was a, this was a tip, I believe. Let me let me see if we've got this right here. Um, Where we collect the heads of all our player bases we conquered, yep. and they can beat your base to get the head back. Yeah, macho, macho, macho. <laughs> Real estate procrastinating game cat with a five dollar tip says, like propagation. This is a pleasant surprise. They should let you collect the heads of the people's. <laughs> bases you have conquered uh and they have to come back and take it that would actually be very cool um i mean that just yeah rude. to have like kind of a i mean yeah he, he nailed it trophy room exactly just heads that's I, I mean anytime i kill an imp i'm walking around with that imp it, it looks like a halloween mask grave right? the way that it's yes. all like rubbery and shit and so yeah. I'm, and I'm using that as one as my next rock to throw as my next yeah. weapon it's great uh so also I, hey, I, oh yeah sorry miles let's just make sure we we uh we nail this other tip. tip real quick before, so i don't forget to say it later uh phil pp the game cat with the five dollar mm-hmm. tip says nearly platted hellsweeper just grinding to level 25 after 40 plus hours magic has wow. so many layers to it my favorite is magnetic flying with speed upgrades that is awesome i'm waiting Incredible. i'm gonna tell you guys i'm waiting until january uh, maybe even February, depending on how how backed up I get here with uh, with more PSVR two games. But then I'm, that's when I'm going to go back to Firewall. You can finally get I'll, I'll finally be able to put my final uh, impressions on that. That's when I'm going back to Hellsweeper. Uh, and with any luck, Green Hell will have their update by then. And so, like a lot of these games, that sort of just been tabled. My my goal is to get to them soon after the new year because a lot of shit is going on between now and then. Mm. That's um, amazing, mate. Good going, right, good so going. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for that as well. So where were we? I'm sorry, I totally interrupted. So, you. We, so, so we, no, we were just. Um, I was just saying a couple of like really small things I really liked about the game. One of them is when you complete a section, sometimes you can be like, "Where do I go next?" And your minions run to the next gate, 
And I, I love it because I was a bit where I was like at the top of this high bit. I was like, where do I go? And I look down off the bridge and I see all my minions like running under it. And I'm like, that's where I've got to go. That's where I've got to go. Thanks for leading me. Um, it is kind of cool charging in with them. Um, and then I also like the the character customization. Um, you can custom the flag, custom each of the character types with colors. Yep. But I know people are going to hate me saying this. This is the perfect game to do like a battle pass, even if it's a not to pay for one. Because wouldn't it be cool if you could like unlock themes for your sections? So you could have like snow because mm-hmm. they already do it with sky boxes. You can get these these um, orbs that change the sky box so it can be like a burning sky. Yeah, so that, that when enemies the, have a lot, the crystal balls are for folks. In case you've found crystal balls, and you don't know what they're there for. That's that's yeah. what you're doing with these things. Yeah, and and the fiery sky, and this is the thing: is when you play other people, you learn from their designs what works. There was someone that had a lot of skeletons with arrows in high towers, but they had the fiery burn sky. So when you're there, you're going, ah, I'm getting hit by something, and you're looking up, and it's blinding light, so you can yeah. kind of see the shadow, and they've got the advantage. Um, well, and you, but, and you, yeah, so you're it, hitting on something that, like, I don't think we've thoroughly addressed yet, and that's that there's so much strategy involved in building your own realm. Like at first it's just like, oh, I've only got this piece, this fragment and this fragment, so we'll stick them together and then I'll, I'll throw an enemy here and oh, that's all I can do. But 10 hours later, you know, you just get this massive like realm with four different pieces that have all been upgraded to the, you know, upgraded to the max. You can up- you think you can upgrade everything in this game four times. So it starts at level one, ends up at level five. Um, mm-hmm. and it, just, it just takes a long time. And so you're upgrading, uh, you know the the weapons that your characters are using you're upgrading the characters themselves you're upgrading the the fragments to be able to hold more stuff i mean just every single element that you're using in this game can be constantly upgraded and so there's always like i said in my review there's always another carrot dangling at the end of another stick where it's even you know even when you get to that kind of grindy uh end game content that we were talking about that's still there and so and, and that'll really determine for yourself how long you're going to stick with the game like if you kind of create these new goals for yourself and you're like i'm going to i'm going to take down a couple more realms to get enough gold uh and then i'm going to upgrade this and this and this and then i'm going to call it a day you know if like you can kind of set these daily goals for yourself if you're interested in the daily challenges like that'll 100 percent determine like whether you're going to stick with this game or whether the first six seven hours were enough for you absolutely brian and there's so many tiny changes they could do to improve all of these things so like with the daily challenges you have two a day i think there should be three two that are regular and then like one really tough one that's like a bit more grindy because you complete the two super quickly and it's like oh now i've got to wait 24 hours um but the, the yeah if you could have like a bit there's so much room for customization if you could get themes for your sections so like oh, I want to make this look snowy or lava. Yes. It just adds more character and it will be more diverse for when you're playing in other people's realms because at the moment it's all all the same aesthetic. Right, um, and, and like you said, like I, I, and I hope, there, I hope eventually there are things that really differentiate one fragment from another because as you said, you're, when your minions run to the next area where you're supposed to be, I'm, I'm very thankful for that because I, I get turned around very easily in every video game i get lost so easily and so because everything sort of looks the same in every realm i I, i'm always just wondering so i've wandered around circles for way too long trying to figure out where i'm supposed to go and i go oh they're my minions i'm I'm supposed to go over there it would be nice if 
you, you could even have fragments. This one's covered in snow and this one is, you know, this one's all wet and this one is, yeah. this one's got some grass just to, so you're like, oh, I haven't been to this one yet. That's where I'm going next. So you wouldn't have to yeah. rely on minions. So yeah, I, I agree, man. I think, I think there's, I think there's quite a bit that they could do with this. For sure. Um, the last thing I was just going to say was, um, yeah, the, the replay functionality. I mean, you touched upon it in your review. And, and it was kind of funny, actually, because <laughs> anyone that's seen the review will know that it was me. Um, but that came out of the fact that um, Brian, because you can basically fight people that you know. You can just type in their username in the playground. Um, so it's a friendly. It's not for points. Um, but it was like, oh, there's still replays. Because the question I had was, um, it's obviously in a replay. Once you've done a battle or someone's battled you, you can watch it play out. But then I was like, but is it doing that thing where it kind of just reenacts the movements or is it actually recording the arms? And so I said to Brian, oh, when I'm attacking someone as a form of revenge, I turn around and look up to him and do the throat slit thing. And Brian was like, oh, no, no, I know. I saw it. I was like, well, what, what? No, you actually see the arm move. I was like, okay, this game wins. Like the replay mode I would have liked, but that is an, another example of the icing on the cake with this yeah. game. Uh, watching people play and you can kind of just see in their body language where they're struggling and they're up against it. Um, oh, and you definitely I saw me. I've, I've tried to invade your realm so many times over, you know, like I said, the 10 hours that I was playing. And I, Miles, you've, you've definitely developed some interesting strategies uh and you've which i've learned from obviously from lots of different people sure. i've raided and, and you just pick and choose the bits yeah yeah yeah. sure and you, you, there's actually a youtube video that you pointed me to it's like who is it i'm a rainbow i'm a rainbow which yeah. by the way discord uh join join the uh, without parole discord um we have channels for individual games oh, yeah. usually the latest ones there is one for barbaria and in it um, I've put some of those tutorial videos just to get you started from this I'm a Rainbow guy that did it for Quest about eight months ago. A lot of it is still relevant, but really, really helpful. And I'm just excited, like a lot of people in the chat here, after your review and the comments and also my Let's Play, a lot of people just said, wasn't going to get this, didn't even know about it. To be fair, it was a game I would have probably slept on. It's one of my favorites in a very long time. Yeah, um, I definitely I'm slept excited. on it. And it, because it, it's so easy to sort of misread what this game is. I, I see Alex in the chat here. He says, ah, the first Demio clone. We've been talking about this game for 20 plus minutes and like, and, and still we're mes somehow misrepresenting it to certain people because it, it, it doesn't feel like Demio in the slightest. Um, you know, unless you think right. that Moss is also a Demio clone, <laughs> like, right. you know, if anything diorama style. Uh, but yeah, it was because it, it, it feels so good to play. It, it's so great because uh, so many games I feel like would have, Said, said, okay, here's your first person combat, and that's the game. And so many other games would say, okay, here's your uh, third person god mode diorama game where you build realms. Yes. And then, and that's the game. But this game somehow kind of like seamlessly managed to blend both of those together. And, you know, that, that's something I hadn't experienced yet in VR. I know people compare it to a lot of different games that, that are out now, but are on mobile games especially. But, but this isn't something I experienced in VR. I've experienced games that are like, each of the gameplay uh, that it offers, but not, but not, not the way that it seamlessly combined the two. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and then sort of the last thing I'd say on that is I think I've definitely noticed in the end game phase, I'm starting to see, I'm getting to a point now where I'm entering realms where people are doing very different strategies that are like 
as soon as you go into it, you're like, oh, I've just got into a really bad place here. <laughs> uh, so two examples I'll give. One uh, was where there's this kind of like bridge and a tunnel and you can get these moving walls. So it's a long wall and it goes up and then it goes down. You can't be, uh, you can't destroy it. So you just have to get the tying right. And so what they did was in front of it, they did a massive line of wooden fences and in the background is this cannon that is firing at you over yeah. these walls. But what they've done is they've done a row of wooden fence. They've got the moving up and down wall that comes up for like five seconds, down for a few seconds, then back up. Then they've got a line of racks with weapons on them that you've got to hit. And then they've got another moving wall. So in that period, you're like, you've got to quickly take down the first wooden bit, get over, quickly get the next wooden fences down to get over, or else you're then trapped between two walls and you're basically going to get destroyed. Another realm I joined... As soon as I entered it, there was this big ogre and there were three skeletons right in front of me. And some of the, like, you can get these buff, like, totems that you can destroy. And one of them was, like, for speed. And one of them was, like, skeletons are more powerful. These three skeletons just absolutely destroyed my team. Like, I didn't even get through the first area. So what I, I think happens earlier on in the game is because everyone is sort of working with the same sort of pieces. They're not really upgrading stuff a lot because it's expensive to do. Um, it as you get further, it's interesting to see where people are leaning into and sort of what paths they're taking. And I think that is going to make a, a really interesting game. And so going back to the um, Discord thing, when I was playing this in the lead up to launch, I was like, I can't wait for a whole new wave of players, PSVR 2 players. I can't wait to see GameCats just talking in the Barbaria channel section about their strategies and like giving their, you know, saying, hey, can someone test out my my realm now and by the way feel free to put your usernames in there um if you want to yeah, um, have them tested and, and stuff like that like this let's see if we can because also on the um the uh the leaderboards it does have the playstation icons so we should get as many playstation icons high up on the leaderboards as possible um but yeah 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 uh i'm very curious to know like i mean obviously like i i dude i feel like you managed to get your realm up to a much with to, with much stronger defenses much much faster than i did um and uh but still i i think i, I would love to know if, if if anybody like seeks me out or whatever like if you see me if you see me up there as one of the the realms that you can try to conquer like fucking absolutely go for it uh, i'll make sure i jump back in i know i've got like other I've got other games to play. I got, I got, you know, kill it with buyer VR to review. I still want to get a picky blinders review out. I want to get back to journey to foundation. I've got a lot of other games to play for review, but the, I do feel like this is a game that, especially now that the game cat community has their hands on it. Uh, you know, suddenly I, it's like, I can't wait to see uh, how other people build up their realms. I can't wait to see how many people are trying to attack me. I can't wait to take revenge on those people if they do take me down. So it, there's a whole nother element of this game that, I didn't really care about like I it was great because uh because uh because Armad Elvert had this ahead of time and you had this ahead of time um but as far as I know uh you know I, I didn't even get a chance to like really see what Wes or AJ had done uh if anything by the time I was the review and so like I didn't get that real feeling of like this competitive nature with my friends um right but and and, and I was and the, the great thing is is that even though you don't get any gold or any rewards for beating your friends when you search them out in the playground mode, the, the friendly attack, your realm came up, Miles, just 
on the on the board uh, as 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 a realm for me to attack just so so what, that's a completely different scenario there is right. money involved in that and there are stakes involved your your ranking will be affected if if you see your friends uh just show up as as available realms to attack so th there's that whole other element that like i kind of want to play just to see like you know all the game cats names that i recognize i want to see their names up there and i want to like okay let's teach these guys it's a lesson that's awesome and, and also it's got a good platinum trophy um but some of them are going to require playing the long run so i think one of the toughest ones is going to be um complete 100 daily challenges so that means you've got to play at least 50 days but what i really like about this game as well is when i start first started playing this game i was playing like two three hours at a time but i'm now at a point now where and I'm, i might have days like that again but at the moment on my lunch break i'll go in for like 20 minutes i'll say who are three people that attack me which ones am I going to revenge and what daily challenges can I do? Mm -hmm. uh, if I haven't got the daily challenges done by those revenge attacks, then I'll just do the ring of champions once. And I, and so you're building up gold uh, or violence as it's called. Um, and, 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 but it, yeah, but it means that you can do like 20 minutes a day. And then it means you, so what you could do is you could say, I'm going to do 20 minutes a day, just keep diving in and out doing the dailies. And then at the weekend, I have a big pot of money because by the way, if you fully upgrade your realm, uh you can have a maximum of three thousand gold so it's like a big amount so you could say right i'm going to do the daily challenges every day and then at the weekend i'm going to spend a good hour or two hours spending all that gold upgrading stuff and and getting pieces and i think that's the way to play the game actually is play like little and often and then have the occasional day where you spend a bit more time in it to, to build up your realm and stuff like that and i, I just love that flexibility i, I think we're done with but there's, there's so much more we could talk about, but just experience it for yourselves, guys. I mean, the, the price that it's at, and there's very few games where I just feel like a, a, a really strong recommendation like across the board, but like unless you hate violence or <laughs> you, it's, it's a very physical game, like my arm was just killing because you you're absolutely pushing. You're That's true. Just flailing in that. But if you hate if violence, said, maybe video games are not something yes, you enjoy so much. That's, that's true. But I, I, I would say this is a, a super high recommendation. Like, yeah, it's just so much fun. Yep. Very surprising. Uh, you know, I think it's easy to overlook games like this. It's easy to, you know, to, to say oh, this looks silly. We've played games like this before. I, I, this is this is absolutely one of those games where you just don't know how much fun it is until you get in there and play it for yourself. So um, highly recommended. Highly recommended, even with the seven point nine score. I'm, you know, it's it's a twenty dollar game, and I think that was my my final conclusion in the review was: listen, even by the time you start, maybe feeling the grind and maybe losing interest a little bit, you've absolutely gotten your twenty dollars worth out of this game. There's so many, you know, two three hour games out there, um, and this one technically does have like infinite replay value. You know, as you climb those leaderboards and, and and keep upgrading your your realm, fighting everybody else, so. More sirens on my end. So, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Don't overlook it. Um, I think we had a couple tips here, and then, uh, then it's probably time for some 20 questions. We've awesome. got... Uh, here it is. Mar Marcello Maleros. I fucking probably didn't say that well. Uh, with the five rupees, said, Brian... If you have insider knowledge of upcoming mind-blowing PSVR 2 games not yet announced, blink. Tough. Tough. Oh, man. 
you got to blink eventually. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, so, so was that they should say blink in the next three seconds? But yeah. then what if you got to sneeze or something? Yeah. Um, if it's Sony exclusive IP, blink twice. Oh shit! I just blinked a bunch. Who knows? Maybe just, just, maybe just a couple keep, of those. Just keep. Fucking hell! There's loads of Sony first party games. <laughs> no, no, no! That's not, I, that's not what I meant. That's not I what I meant. I can't stop blinking. My eyes are so dry. <laughs> Whoa! We're getting so many. What? That's 14. 14 first party games. Wow. Yeah. Sixteen. <laughs> Seventeen. Um, yeah, I mean, if there's one thing you should guys, you guys should know by now, it's it's that um, you know. Uh, my my relationships only with developers only go so high. Um, Sony does not like me, <laughs> like actively despises me, and uh, which I which I've, I'm now starting to wear as a badge of pride. I, I did, didn't like that for a while, and now I'm now I'm just kind of understanding where we are. They they, they didn't care who the fuck we were when we had a thousand subscribers or two thousand or five thousand or ten thousand subscribers. You know, there was a brief moment where they helped us out. And gave me review keys like twelve hours before a game would come out, which wasn't very helpful. Uh, and uh, and they, but they did help me get uh, like acceptance speeches for the for an early PSVR award show from developers like Clap Hands and that kind of thing, like these um, these first party Sony studios. So uh, they they were helpful for a little bit. However, where I stand with them now is uh, is where I always kind of stood with them, where they they didn't help me, and I and and I'm obviously helping them despite the fact they don't give a fuck about me. So that's a thing. Uh, so yeah, don't, don't expect me to have any kind of insider knowledge about like an uncharted VR game or anything like that. When, when that gets announced, I will be just as surprised as everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while is now a game cat, specifically white tiger with the Canadian $2 tip says PSVR two best hardware award. Well-deserved. Yeah, especially beating out that keyboard, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, if that keyboard won, man, I think I'd have to buy myself a new keyboard because <laughs> fucking something special, that's for sure. Um, Elephant Trap says, is Sony still mad about leaking the PSVR 2 specs? Uh, I, I had only leaked some more elaborate specs than were already leaked by uh, by other outlets. Like, I, I just kind of gave like, more detail than what, than what was known already. Um, it was more about the is more about the Q1 2023 thing. Uh, they Everyone expected PSVR 2 to be out way sooner than that. Um, and everybody said, I didn't know what I was talking about, called me a liar and all this stuff when I first leaked it. So it was kind of pointless to begin with. Um, so uh, so that, but that's what they were mad about. Oh, also, also the hybrid game stuff. They're not a fan of that either. Um, because again, again, people are like, oh, Sony made promises to us. Sony made promises to us this generation. They said, this is, these are, we're going to get, you're going to have AAA games and be hybrid games. And this is the, no, they, they never fucking said that. We said that, or I said that. Um, I don't want to drag you down with me, Miles. <laughs> but like, no, but I said that because, you know, we had, we had lots of uh, inside information. And so uh, that, that's what Sony's upset about because they obviously weren't ready to talk about their hybrid game plans because as you can see, We've gotten Gran Turismo and we've gotten Village, but certainly not like the influx that you'd expect from, oh, this is a strategy that we have this generation. Um, so, but, you know, I think in the next year or two, uh, they'll start talking about that a little bit more. Um, but anyway, that's that's what's going on with that. Uh, macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cap with a $2 tip says, literally do everything Clash of, Ca Clash of Cans... I can't speak. Literally do everything Clash of Clans did equals win. Uh, 
Apparently, yeah. I mean, it sounds like I, I've never played Clash of Clans, but it sounds like that's a pretty good roadmap for what the Barbaria dev should be doing. I have a friend that just uh, got a PSVR 2 and he works for Supercell as their community manager with Clash of Clans. So oh, nice. maybe I need to actually text him after this and say, get Barbaria and give me more, give us more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, are you ready to play a little 20 questions? No, but let's do it, Brian. Yeah. No one's ever. I need your help, Game Cats. Yeah, he's going to need your help on this one big time. Uh, He's only got 20 yes or no questions in six minutes to figure out what PSVR 1 or PSVR 2 game I'm thinking of. Uh, Let's put that timer up on the clock right now. Make sure you ask uh, good questions uh, in uh, in the chat and suggest good games based on the answers that I give. I need to organize this whole OBS layout better. All right, here we go. Ready? On your mark. Get Des. Go. Did this game come out on PSVR? No. Okay. PSVR 2 only. Good. Um, uh, would you would you consider this a good game? Yes. Good game? Okay. Um, are they going for a realistic aesthetic? Are they going uh, for realism with how it looks? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say that's accurate. Okay. Uh, all right, off to a reasonable start. I like it when it's some yeses as opposed to no's <laughs> all the way. Um, it's the best date you've been on in a while, Miles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, was it a PSVR 2 exclusive? Uh, no, it, it did appear on other headsets. Okay, did appear on other. Would you, can you only play this, on PSVR 2, can you only play this game with the Sense controllers? Yes, that's five. Yeah. Um, can you shoot guns in this game? Uh, yep. Can shoot guns. Um, has it got, has it got multiplayer? Uh, no multiplayer. No, no multiplayer. Okay. Interesting. No multiplayer. Um, so just as a recap, guys, uh, PSVR 2 is a good game. Realistic aesthetic. appeared. It has appeared on other headsets, um, but for PSVR 2, it only uses the sense controllers. You can shoot guns, but there is no multiplayer. Sirens um, on my end, guys. Does this game have puzzle elements in it? Um, the minor, minor, minor. Puzzles. Okay, not not what you remember the game for. Okay, that's cool. Um, is it a rogue light? No, it's not a rogue light. No. Uh. Does it? Does it have? Is it a horror game? 
Uh, no, that's ten. Not a horror game. Not horror. Um. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I. It's it's got a realistic aesthetic. Um. Is it is it a sci-fi game? Yes. Okay. Uh, and is it? Are there other? Are there multiple games? Like, is it a prequel or a sequel to a VR game? No. No, it's not. So it's a single game. Uh, cool. Um, because everyone was saying Red Matter too. Nope. Um. Oh man, right. Oh man, running out of time here. Um, need to come up with something. Um, it is sci-fi. Um, it's not a roguelite, though, guys. Not a roguelite. Um, is 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 there a is there a is there a strong narrative? Is there a narrative to this game? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um and. Yeah, I'm trying to think what questions I can do to narrow it. Everyone's saying hubris. Um, yeah, thank you, Izzard. Um, can you swim underwater in this game? Yes, you can. Okay. Um, is it hubris, Brian? Miles, it is, in fact, hubris. Which came out uh, by Cyborn Games on PSVR 2, June 22nd of this year. Uh, you can, in fact, swim, and it definitely has a realistic art style. Great question, Izzard, because I just saw a massive wall of hubris and I was like, I know that's where yeah. I want to get to, but I need one more question to get me closer. And I was like, what question yeah. could I ask that distinguishes I, it from others? I was trying to pay attention to the chat and um, and, and I think the first person I saw mention it was uh, was All You Are Is History. Uh, so uh, unless I missed something, congratulations, History. Lupa says it's the first time it's been picked Woo. for 20 questions, which surprises me. That's actually. a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> right. I always feel like I'm picking something that we've done a thousand times, so very nice. Very nice. As it says, plus there are only three PSVR 2 games with realistic graphics. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe five. <laughs> yeah, maybe we're, three. And we're a getting half. there, you guys. We're getting there. All right, man. Uh, listen, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. This has been a great way to spend my Friday night. Um, I got to get back to work on a little bit of PSVR this week, and then I'm going to be killing this week. And then I'm going to be killing things with spiders, Miles. Are you going back in? I'm going to kill things with spiders. I'm going to wave spiders. Ah, oh, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to start. I'm I'm going to change. I'm going to turn the tables on the game. I'm going to start collecting the spiders and using them as weapons. And then, oh, <laughs> then, then then my mispronunciation uh, of the of the name of the game will make sense. We'll see if that's possible. Um, here's a dumb question. I'm terrified of spiders, and so are you. But they can't actually do anything to you in the game, right? Like they can't hurt you, or can they? It's a great question. I don't know. I mean, I, I played I for just know an that... hour, and I, and I never, and I just fucking ran away from them all. I know. Just... Yeah, same. Um, I don't, I don't think you can take damage for them. But um, there was a bit where a jumping spider jumps at me, and 
that the ha- the haptics, man. I felt it on my hand, dude. Uh. Like the cable down the back, and, and but the whole screen went black. And I was like, did I die? And I was like, what's going on? What's going on? I don't know if I walked into the wall. Um, it's actually on a on my YouTube channel. I did a YouTube short of a clip from Kill It With Fire VR where I actually screamed. And the brilliance of it, it was just after someone in the chat said. Oh, there's a there's an achievement for like hitting a jumping spider mid-flight with a melee weapon, and I literally say, "Oh, that's funny." Well, they ha- I haven't seen any jumping around, and then literally one jumps at me, and I go, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "What happened? What happened?" Um, but yeah, so um, did you did you see the movie Arachnophobia with John Goodman? I never saw it, but everyone always says it's pretty uh, so- pretty horrific. I mean, dude, it, it traumatized me as a kid. It might have created my fear of spiders as I don't know how old I was, 10 or something, maybe younger. Uh, and and, and I, I had to, I don't know if it was last October or the October before, but I, I, I was like, I need to get over this. I need to watch this movie again because anytime I've ever tried to start, I'm like, nope, nope, can't do it. But yeah, dude, it's got the big fucking furry spiders, like that's like the size of your hand. Uh, they, they do jump um, and it, it just terrified me. And so... Like so, so a couple of years ago, I did rewatch that movie, and it was difficult to get through. But I felt like I was like really facing my fear, and uh, and and I definitely think that if 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 that as somebody who's also scared of spiders, you should check it out because it's just it's just a lot to deal with. Okay. So, uh, Tommy Moore said, "Overall, ready? What did I miss? You missed the whole show. But thanks for showing up. Eventually, make sure you click that like button. It'll make Miles happy if nothing else." Last my mojo, the Game Cat Reaper, ten dollar tip says, "Great show, guys. Uh, dude, you guys put on a great show. That's that's really what it is. You guys in the chat uh, are always super fucking entertaining. We appreciate you being here. You keep us entertained. There's no way this show would be nearly as good if it wasn't live. If it wasn't done with all these cats around us hanging out, having a good time, bringing. I, I wish, I wish there could be little." Uh, videos of everybody who's in the chat contributing. Zoom calls. Click on yeah, exactly. Just click on people and like let them talk. Um, maybe maybe someday we'll be able to make that happen. Uh, all right, guys. But in the meantime, it is time to wrap this thing up. Uh, and so we hope everybody has a good weekend. Thanks everybody who helped this channel run. My moderators are fucking amazing over here and on Discord. Make sure you join our Discord people. Uh, click the link in the description below. While you're doing that, make sure you subscribe to Miles, AJ, and Wes. All my co-hosts are amazing. They all have their amazing channels of their own. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Um, Galaxy Cart tomorrow. Let's do it. Galaxy Cart tomorrow. Yeah, now that I've dug out my wheel, I definitely want to participate in your live stream. So, uh, so hopefully I'll be around for that. Um, who, what am I missing here? Thanks everyone who supports the channel financially, uh, whether it be over here on uh, YouTube by being a member, which of course gets you uh, free uh, free super chats every month, which is nice, uh, or over on patreon.com slash without parole games. Everyone who tips during the show, that's, I think, my primary source of income, to be honest with you guys. Uh, I saw I saw John Savino asking about like percentages of like what, what we get versus uh, what YouTube gets. The tips, we, we get most of the tips, um, a, a larger percentage, certainly. Uh, the, uh, the advertising revenue is sort of what's split a little bit more down the middle. YouTube takes a lion's share, I believe, of the ad revenue, and then we get a little bit of that. So it helps, but the ad revenue is not like the most important thing. Um, where's I going with this? Yeah. You guys are all fucking awesome. Thanks everybody who hangs out during the show. Thanks to everybody who helps during 20 questions. And of course, everybody who sits back, watches the show, doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Happy Friday, Miles. Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday, Game Cats. I will see you in the realms of Barbaria. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Yeah.
Wow, it seems like a bunch of people in the chat are talking about getting some uh, Galaxy Kart going right now, which is craziness. Uh, if, dude, listen, if anyone's going to play Galaxy Kart right now, like literally in the next 10 minutes, I will jump in and play some Galaxy Kart. I will t I will absolutely do that. Um, and uh, so so I, if anybody creates a room, if there's if there's room in your room, uh, I, I will jump in in the next five, 10 minutes. Uh, Miles. Brian. We have a clip of the week because it's Friday. Clip of the week. We need a little jingle. This one, this one comes to us from Looper, the underground game cat keeper of 20 questions. Uh, and, and he describes this as beating the shit out of Pietro. And he doesn't care. Let's check this shit out. Whoa. like a champ he, and he just puts his head in the his hands at yeah. the end of it he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's like this is what i deal with <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> it does the ending it's just like a, a it's just like a reluctant face palm just like i don't even have the energy i love oh, the pause looper walks up to him like real slow like and gets a good perspective yeah. and get and there's just this pause before he starts beating the shit out of him and i've now watched that <laughs> clip like five times in the pause before the pummeling is my favorite part what i love about it as well is actually before he starts giving him a beating he actually does put his hand up to his mouth to like ponder the map <laughs> And then as he starts punching, there's a little break and he goes to ponder. Like, it's as if the only thing he's concerned about is, look, can I just ponder here? He keeps trying to put his hand to his mouth to, like, look at the map. I love it. I love it. Nick, Nick, Nick in the chat is saying, uh, there's a trophy for doing this. Which is crazy. I need to go beat wow. Pedro up. Damn. Nick says, Nick says, I spent every conversation with Pietro punching him constantly. Dude, how did, how did this not happen to me? I, I'm like, I'm the one that like totally beats up on NPCs in every single game or touches them inappropriately. I apologize. The, the, the without pro H depart, HR department is not happy with me because uh, I just touch NPCs inappropriately constantly. Um, but how did I not do this? I'm fucking, I'm going to, I got to load this game back up and do that. All right, Miles, it's Galaxy Kart time. I'm going to go jump in. I'll be in there in five minutes if everyone's ready. Let's do it. Good night, everyone. Happy, happy weekend.